Hey everyone, welcome to Filmmaker Mike and the Boys. This is Filmmaker Mike. Joining me for tonight's emergency episode is Pinhead. What's up? And Kuya. How you doing? All righty. Well, we're I think we're doing pretty well, all things considered, in 2020. Um, we are doing an unusual emergency episode on a early Thursday morning. It's November 19th. 19th and um it's 1 16 a.m here in uh northern nevada so pinhead and i actually just finished work at midnight and uh we got some breaking news today so we figured like it's time to get together and uh, do a podcast i was pretty excited to get together and do this so uh thank you guys for joining us and by the way hopefully if all things goes goes well uh this this will be on YouTube, so people will see, see us, or well, at least see the others, because I think most people are like, oh, I already know you, so whatever. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, so this afternoon, I got a DM from a buddy of mine, Josiah, also one of the listeners of the show, and when I opened his DM, there was a screenshot from the Wonder Woman 84 Twitter page. And it pretty much said right then and there that Wonder Woman 84 is going to be coming to theaters on Christmas Day and HBO Max. So that's what we're kicking off this uh, episode with. We're basically going to be talking about Wonder Woman 84, the Video Game Award nominations for 2020, and then, of course, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, he had a live stream event on Vero uh, yesterday. So... Kicking it off with Wonder Woman 84, again, I want to say thanks to Josiah for sending me that DM. It really, um, I basically woke up from my, from a short nap with, with, my, with my kid, and uh, that really woke me up when I saw that. So I got really excited, and then, of course, it was on Twitter and everywhere else. So on social media, um, on Variety, of course, there's uh, many stipulations here, like Many questions that are asked, of course, is, is it going to be, uh, is it going to be an additional premium fee or, you know, what's going on with Wonder Woman 84? So mm -hmm. as they mentioned on Variety, uh, it will not, so pretty much everywhere, um, as long as you are a subscriber to HBO Max, the movie will be available for one month. Uh, so from December 25th to January 25th, you'll be able to watch it as much as you'd like on HBO Max. Um, I believe some AT&T subscribers do get HBO Max for free. So that's, that's cool. I mean, you're not, you're already not paying. You're already, you get a bonus basically. Um, and it's really big news because again, this, this has been brewing for like what, la since like last week where I've been seeing headlines and we've been following this since we started the podcast. Um, that Warner Brothers was not sure what to do with Wonder Woman 84, whether or not they were still going to push through with the December 25th theatrical release. Of course, here in the U.S., not all movie theaters are fully open in most uh, in the larger um, markets like uh, Southern California, L.A., New York. Uh, not a lot of those theaters are open. So and you, even if they were going to be open by that time, uh, all things considered, there's no guarantee you can't it's not going to be at 100% capacity. So I'm really surprised that, and also uh, I'm impressed with Warner Brothers in that 
they were able to come up with a plan that works for the movie theater chains that are open and also for uh, everyone else who may not have access to a theater that's open. Or of course, in these times, you, can, you really can't tell. I mean, of course, you can't, um, you can't blame anyone who doesn't want to go to a movie theater, even if it is open, just because the number of cases are rising as the, uh, the temperature begins to drop, of course, and it's getting much colder. And as we know, the experts did mention that there would be a second wave. And sure enough, we are seeing that. So on <coughs> variety they mentioned, so it says here, following Warner Brothers announcement that Wonder Woman 1984 will release both on HBO Max and in theaters Christmas Day. So this is from, uh, according to AMC, entertainment CEO and president Adam Aaron, he stated that the movie theater chain is fully on board with the release plan. So for many months, AMC has been an active and deep dialogue with Warner Brothers to figure out how best this cinematic blockbuster could be seen at AMC theaters in these unprecedented times, which is great, of course, again, because it does work for the movie theaters and it also works for everyone else. And then, uh, of course, this one is also from Variety and it mentions here that um, in international markets, Wonder Woman 1984 will premiere in cinemas one week earlier where they don't have HBO Max. So December 16th uh, in international markets, if they don't have HBO Max available there, uh, fans and, and everyone else uh, can see the movie on December 16th. And then, of course, the film will stream on HBO Max for a month at no additional cost to subscribers. So that's a huge thing. And again, it is it is a big deal because this is the first time we're seeing now uh, a blockbuster that is going to be released in theaters, at least here in the US day and date, and it's also gonna be available for streaming. So it's really a landmark um, event as far as what they decided to do. Because of course, months ago with uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenet, that was only going to see uh, theater release and uh, drive-in. But the stipulation with the drive-ins, uh, drive-in movie theaters to play, to be able to uh, exhibit Tenet was that there had to be an actual indoor movie theater that was screening the film within the area. So, but we all know Christopher Nolan is all for the, the big screen experience. And so Warner Brothers went with that and they pretty much did a, an experimental test run with Tenet and now they've seen what, and this was what, back in August, I wanna say, around August when tenants, and we did the private watch party at Cinemark, it worked well, but of course, um, they, they're saying that tenant broke uh, <coughs> even roughly, and it did well in international markets, but then of course they still lost some money. And here with Wonder Woman 84, uh, it was on track to hit a billion dollars like the first film. Yep. Um, but of course, that may not be a guarantee right now. But I think what's what's really going to be huge for them is that they're going to earn and gain a lot of subscribers. Because of course, we've been talking yeah. about HBO Max adding uh, lots of content, and for fourteen ninety nine, you know, you have a lot of content, and there's something for everyone. There's Sesame Street. There's anime. There's a lot of other kid movies, family movies, comedies. Um, they just added a bunch of Comedy Central, of course, the Dave Chappelle show. Um, the DC films are there as well. Uh, you've got the yep. uh, Hayao Miyazaki 
uh, yeah, animated films. Miyazaki films. They, they are exclusively they have an exclusive deal with HBO Max. So yeah, you've got a ton of content on HBO Max, and you know, and of course, many of HBO's great original series as well. So yeah, this is really exciting. Uh, what do you? What else do you guys think? Any other thoughts, Kuya? Um, this is the beginning of uh, of the domination, I guess. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um, well, I think Warner Brothers and HBO Max and you know the the, the powers that be, whoever is in charge. I believe AT and T, right, is right. The, the people in charge of the. Yes, they the, bought out the, yeah. the yeah. Universal and all that stuff. So they they kind of learned from what happened with Disney Plus and Mulan. And they say that, like, yeah, the backlash, I, I, we really don't want to do that. You know, we had this great, we have this excellent movie, and I'm, I'm sure it's excellent because Patty Jenkins and, you know, did an excellent job with the first uh, Wonder Woman. I'm sure she's going to do an excellent job with this one. Um, yeah. This is, this is going to be the beginning of, of what's to come uh, for HBO Max because, you know, we got, uh, you know, from December to January, that's Wonder Woman, nothing but Wonder Woman, and then like you know all all these other shows and stuff. And is it April that the Justice League is going to come out, or is it March? There is no exact uh, announcement yet for uh, the Snyder Cut. Okay. So, but the uh, the rumor was spring of twenty twenty one. Okay. But so it, it could be much later. So, or it could be earlier. So it could be February. It could right? be. But based so, on based on the the effects, the visual effects, as yeah, it's going to take some time. Yeah, I mean, like what what you know, this is again, this is just the beginning. Like HBO Max they took this seriously. They want to compete in the market with the uh, with Netflix. They want to compete with uh, Hulu. They want to compete with all of these other uh, streaming sites and, and everything like that. So. Uh, they they showed good content already with with grabbing a uh, Studio Ghibli and uh, all the anime stuff from Crunchyroll, um, the Warner Brother movies and all that stuff, uh, and, and all the children's stuff and then the HBO so, you know the HBO uh, classics and what and whatnot. So yeah, like this this is uh, this is the beginning of uh, like I I feel like it's gonna be a, the beginning of the domination of HBO like uh, in the market. You know, like uh, the other the other streaming sites should f- try to figure out what you know what what they can do to keep up because th- this is a this is a big chess piece for them to like you know this this is unheard of right. like you know I'm I, you know pe- people would would literally you know risk COVID to watch what a Wonder Woman <laughs> you know what I mean right and, right and for them to say hey you know what you have two options because we care about you guys. You want to watch it on a private screen with 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 your friends on a movie on a movie screen. You can watch it there, or subscribe to uh, HBO Max for fourteen ninety nine, and you get to see it for a month. That's amazing. Pinhead, what do you think, man? Uh, I agree with you. You know, it's uh, one thing. I think they're gonna be heavy hitters. This is like I was telling Mike. It reminds me of like. Barry Bonds and Mark or Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa when they were just hitting home runs out of mm-hmm. the park. This is going to be a game changer, like Mike said, for uh, for the industry. 
theaters really need to watch themselves, be very careful what they say to studios because Warner Brothers now is saying, we're doing this. We're putting this out. You can go to the theater, great. Or you can give us money the safe way in the privacy of your own home, enjoying it with your family for no extra cost. Unlike those guys over there at the mouse house, those idiots, you know, over there at Marvel, uh, we're not going to charge you extra. We're just going to let you say, become subscribers. And we're going to enjoy you coming over to our side and we're not going to charge you extra. And it's, 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 it, it's a great move. It's very, very smart business because very now, savvy. Right? Yes, it is because now they can go toe to toe with Netflix and go what? Now you do something that changes the game like that. Now Netflix, you can no longer rest on your laurels like you have done for the last, and I'm being nice, three years. You have coasted on your name for the last three years now, <laughs> raising these prices now, going, we're going to bring you best entertainment. That's great. Shut up and put out. Put out yeah. that, do it. Do what HBO Max just did. Do something on that level. Stop resting on, we're Netflix and we can't be touched. Huh? HBO Max begs to differ and they have the capital to do it. There's two competitions that can bring Netflix down if they don't be careful and it's one is HBO Max and the other is Amazon Prime because of the capital that they have they can keep standing there Bezos has a lot more money than Netflix mm -hmm. so he can stand there and go you want to play the pissing game let's let's play <laughs> and HBO Max making heavy hits like they just did with this Wonder Woman deal. Netflix needs to shape up. And so do the movie theaters. The, the theater industry really needs to go. We're in a pandemic right now. People right. don't want to come here. What are we going to do to do what HBO just did? What Netflix is doing. So everybody needs to step up, step up their game. Because HBO is not playing. They're not playing games. They're proving it with the Snyder Cut, with Wonder Woman. We'll get into the Snyder thing later. With Wonder Woman, what they just did, HBO is not screwing around. They're here to stay. They're not here to be to disappear like Disney Plus or Hulu. Or I won't keep calling you out, but there's a couple of you that are in this streaming war, just like in the Monday Night Wars that we had in the old, in the old wrestling game. Yep. There's a lot of you in the streaming wars. You're going to bite the dust. I'm sorry, but it's going to happen. And it's because you didn't evolve like these guys are doing. So all you guys better be warned. HBO Max is not here to play. They're here to, they're here to mean business. And I'm, I appreciate they're treating their customers with respect so far. Keep yep. it up, HBO Max. Keep it up. And you yep. might win the day. Yeah, also want to add, um, Netflix did announce that they were increasing their prices. I don't know. Exactly. If, I can't remember if that's gone into effect or it's still coming up. I November think. 16th. Oh, okay, thank you. Uh, so it took it. Oh, so it, already, it took already it happened, yeah. Because yeah. yep. they flashed it in our face for you. 
for a lot of you subscribers out there of Netflix, uh, they flashed it on our face telling we're raising our prices, but we're going to still give you some great entertainment. And, th and they told you the date that they were doing it. And that right. was the date. And then uh, just a few days ago, Hulu as well for live TV. Hulu um, went up, by, I think, or is going up by about $10. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that... Uh, I'm surprised that Pinhead uh, mentioned Amazon because they, you know, the 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 streaming part of Amazon Prime, it's kind of like the the way it looks, the you know the interface is, is kind of bad, right? Because you can't right. really find, uh, you really can't find the the movies that you want to watch and, and everything like that. But well, no, no. But the thing is that if 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 Jeff Bezos like took it seriously and says, hey, you know what, I want to compete, I'm gonna put money. Onto onto the the uh -huh. interface on this one, I think I, I, you know I, I think you're you're right on that one. That like it's gonna be like one of the one of the top streaming uh, sites just because it's yeah. it, you know that that capital that they have. I agree. I was like, wow. But and if I'm not mistaken, um, I think if it w if it was the last um, Oscars or the last few Oscars, Jeff Bezos was there in the Oscars because they had an Amazon Prime, an Amazon film. I can't yeah, remember specific documentary. I think a best documentary or something like that. Something like what that. So he's he's already in the game, and yeah, with all that capital, um, he knows that yeah. you know they can compete. So I mean, shit, like you know, they can they can buy Netflix, right? Or he can buy Netflix by himself. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> if he wanted to, if he so deemed it. I do want to mention. So Gal Gadot um, did post uh, or uh, on our social media. So this one's from Twitter, which is pretty much in the same Instagram as well. So it says here, it's time. We've all waited a long time for this one to come. I can't tell you how excited I am for all of you to see this movie. It wasn't an easy decision, and we never thought we'd have to hold on to the release for such a long time, but COVID rocked all of our worlds. We feel the movie has never been so relevant, and we hope that it'll bring some joy, hope, and love to your hearts. Wonder Woman 1984 is a special one for me, and I can only hope it'll be as special to you too. We've put our hearts and souls into it. So you can watch it in theaters. And she puts in parentheses, they're doing an amazing job keeping it safe. And you can watch it on HBO Max from your homes. Sending you my love. Please keep safe and wear a mask. Happy holidays to all of us. Let the light shine in. And a yeah. bunch of cool emojis. And of course, Patty Jenkins also uh, quote tweeted her. And as you mentioned, Kuya, she did... Uh, yeah, so Patty Jenkins quote tweeted that uh, tweet of Gal Gadot. Patty Jenkins said, I can't wait for the world to see this amazing woman on the screen. She'll blow your mind and warm your heart. Gal Gadot killed it in this film, and she does all that great and hard work for only the most honorable reasons. She is a true Wonder Woman, so I hope you enjoy WW84. And I believe her. I, I truly believe her. I, I love Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. However you say it, and I love I love Patty Jenkins. I think she's I think she's brilliant. Uh, the stuff she the monster was a phenomenal film. Yep. And the first one, I I'll admit I, I was a skeptic of the first Wonder Woman, and I shouldn't have been. From the mighty, great, brilliant Patty Jenkins, she she is awesome. I shouldn't have doubted her because just seeing Monster alone, I should have been. 
it it was it, it, it was a it was a perfect connection and i should have but i was a naysayer and she proved me wrong and i was mm-hmm. happy she did and i'm i'm so looking forward to see what they're letting her do no restraints her own her own vision she had her vision in the first one but this one she's proven they can't they try they try some people try to oh i don't want to see this shit because it's women, like you know, they they cried and they wept and they moaned, and she proved them all wrong, and I'm glad she did. And now she has she had full control with this movie, and she was able to have her vision. And I can't wait to see what she's done with this. Normally, I'm getting tired of the nostalgia of '84. Thank you, Stranger Things, for this. Thank you so much for the nonstop, just bashed in your head of the 80s I've, I've had enough let's move on to my era 90s on a side note but i am looking forward to seeing what patty jenkins and gal and everybody does with this material in 84 and all like but after this let's end it please aside from stranger things let's stop with the nostalgia of the 80s get the get your head out of the cocaine bag and get over the nostalgia of the 80s we get it it's time for us to get the 90s on let's let's let the 90 kids rule some more i got i got news for you because stranger things four is it four yeah stranger things season four will still be in the 80s if i'm not oh i know stranger things is gonna go out through the entire decade i know but i'm just i that's why i said besides stranger things Oh, okay yeah 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 that's why I said after 84 Wonder Woman and I mentioned besides Stranger Things because Stranger Things needs to be allowed to do its thing. Let's move on from it. Right, right. right. We, yeah. we, 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 we lived the 80s. We got it. We got it. And the, and, and the old farts, even some of the old farts who lived the 80s are like, we get it. We lived it. It wasn't that great. Move on. <laughs> hey, so it let's, wasn't. Go, let's move on. The, the only thing I liked about season three was the never ending story song. So that's pretty much. Well, uh, there was, that was great. But, there, you know, they also had the back to the future when they were all on LSD, like when those two were on LSD yeah, watching back was, to the future fun. for the first yeah. time. That was amazing. That was great. That was great. Yeah. And yeah, Steve having no clue about like movies and anything going on. Like he just yeah. had like, no clue. <laughs> yeah. Like who was who. Um, so I do want to mention uh, the original, because uh, of course Gal Gadot in a tweet, and Patty Jenkins mentioned that this, you know, they've ha- held on to this film for the longest time. So this was supposed to be released uh, back in 2019, of course. Originally announced for December 13, 2019, so and then they about a year. Yeah. and then they moved it up to November 1st, 2019. Then it was delayed to June 5th, 2020. This was pre-COVID, pre-2020. And on, of course, March 24, 2020, theaters closed for an uncertain period of time due to the COVID-19 pandemic here in the U.S. The film was delayed to August 14. And then in June 2020, a further delay saw the film's release pushed to October 2nd, 2020, before it was moved to the Christmas date in November 2020. So, yeah, um, lots of delays. They've held on to it for the longest time. So it's been it's been basically a year and now they're ready. And again, a, a really great move, a great business move on their part for uh, AT&T and HBO and Warner Brothers to finally let the world see it. And 
you know, what better way to, since again, most uh, on Christmas uh, during the holidays, there, the uh, medical experts, of course, and all the uh, scientists and every all the doctors and the medical field people are really discouraging families from trying to get together as much as possible because mm -hmm. there's there is that risk, you know. So with most people just staying at home, what better way to, you know, just distract yourself and, you know, for a few hours and enjoy by seeing Wonder Woman 84. And uh, as far as the 1984, um, with, ever since they announced the title of the film and the setting, that always got me excited because that's my year. That's when I was born. So mm -hmm. 1984 all the way. Man, that soundtrack was awesome. When I first heard it on the on the movie theater. So Blue, Blue like, Monday, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, wow. Yeah, yeah. and that's why um, in, the in our Facebook Messenger thread, I did send a, a YouTube vid of uh, Wonder Woman, and it's basically a remix, uh, a remix of that song intertwined with like the, tra the trailer music. And yeah. it, it's great. It's like great workout music. It's great pump hype music. So that that's gotten me excited for this. And uh, as, long, as long as they play the original um, Wonder Woman soundtrack theme, I'm perfectly yeah. fine. <laughs> I'm hoping that it's gonna be. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the most metal like out of out of all the theme songs I, I've, right. I've heard in any superhero movie, which so. was first introduced to us in BVS, Batman vs Superman, right. and then of course. In Wonder well, Woman. no, but nobody watched BVS because uh, from what I heard, it sucks, right? So yeah, no, and if you, if you guys remember before sucks. BVS premiered in 2016, when when we got like what the second or third trailer, a lot of negativity from a lot of people and the fans were like, they're doing too much. Why are they putting Wonder Woman in there? There's too much characters and all these things. But of course. As soon as they saw Wonder Woman, as soon as they exactly. heard the, the theme song, they were like, hey, you know what? Wonder Woman is the best part of Batman versus exactly. Batman. It, it wasn't too bad because Wonder Woman in it now. And again, who who do we say thank you to for casting Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman? Zack Snyder. It goes back to Zack Snyder. This is still then the Snyder. Zack. Alex Ryder. Yeah, we love Don't you, realize. Bro. Yeah. And uh, that includes Jason Momoa as Aquaman, Ezra Miller as Flash, and of course, Ben Affleck as Batman. Uh, that the yep. Snyder verse is alive and well, as we will uh, definitely discuss later on as well. Um, yeah, we will. We'll especially I, mention that drinking game later on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Justice League. <laughs> that, and that's just the first version. So I also want to mention that, um, and you guys touched on it a little bit, when, uh, what, a few months ago, we uh, Disney Plus added Mulan uh, the live action Mulan as a premier access exclusive. Uh, if you paid $30, you could see the film. Um, but when they made that big announcement, they also mentioned that if uh, the, the film will be available in December to Disney plus subscribers, and you'll be able to watch that uh, live action Mulan without paying that $30 in December, as long as you have the Disney plus subscription. So when they mentioned that it, uh, including myself, like it got me and uh, my wife, Julie, like at first she wanted to like pay. And I was like, no, they announced that it's going to be free in December. There's no rush. We can wait till December without having to pay that extra $30, you know? And I'm, uh, I'm sure I did uh, remember like 
a lot of people, there's people that pay the $30, but then I'm, I'm willing to bet there's a lot of people who also have waited and are waiting for December. So, you know, and they, I think Disney did make money from that, of course, but uh, they definitely didn't make as much as they wanted to. So yeah, they didn't make the money they wanted. Right. Because because the movie wasn't quality. That's not only that, they sabotaged themselves. So right. That's that's what I heard. Because of all the con- kind of did of all they- the because of all the controversy that's had that's happened in uh with, with, right. with and then sure enough, um also on December twenty fifth, they did announce that the next Pixar film sold will be available on Christmas Day on Disney Plus. Um oh. Nice. Which I was message, which I was uh, chatting with uh, Josiah about, and I told him like that's great, and I'm also looking forward to seeing that. And that's uh, they're adding that uh, animated film Soul at no additional cost. But I told him Mulan was also uh, a really uh, missed opportunity for a lot of Asian people and Asian Americans who wanted to see that on the big screen. Um, what they what what they really should have done was yes. You could have still had that, that option on Disney Plus, but it should have also still, they should have still pushed it in theaters for the sake of a lot of, because um, a lot of movie theater owners and the chains were really mad when Disney canceled Mulan because they had all those, the standees, the, the displays and everything. And like, what are we going to do with this? This is, there's no point in keeping this stuff because we're not even going to get the film to exhibit. You know, we're not going to get anyone in, no. you know? And of course, Disney films, as we know, are a huge draw families but when they took that out of the equation when disney just said oh it's going to be on disney plus for 30 bucks then you know movie and that's why you had like amc and like all the these other movie theaters that had to shut down basically because they weren't going to you know if and i'm thinking about it now if warner brothers decided that they were not going to go they were not going to release wonder woman 84 in theaters at all it would have really hurt the movie theaters even even more because Wonder Woman is the last and we've mentioned it on the show Wonder Woman 84 is the last blockbuster film of the year and if it was going if it was not going to make it into theaters then that's it and it's really going to continue to bring down the uh, movie theater industry but you know fortunately they work things out I do want to mention when I went on Twitter, as the news was announced for Wonder Woman uh, 84, as soon as I went on Twitter, sure enough, Black Widow was trending because, of course, that's still sitting in the Disney vault. Um, and that's been moved to, I believe, April of next year, 2021. Mike, so there, there's no chance that they're going to throw a curveball and say that they're going to release it the same day? Uh, good question. I mean, they probably, they, they could, and they're going to say for 30 bucks, but I bet you, I'm willing to bet when they say, and I posted about it, Disney can announce, Hey, Black Widow is going to be available for 30 bucks, but it'll be available a month later for free. So they're going to yeah. shoot themselves in the foot again. So now yeah, that's the, exactly the ball <laughs> is in Disney's court because really uh, AT&T and Warner brothers, HBO max, really played you know really are basically hitting homers with uh all of the things that they've been doing and with this is again this is a game changer this is changing the industry especially during a pandemic you know and again even once hoping now that with the news of a vaccine and 90, 95 90 percent plus efficacy or whatever um 
if things start to look up and things get better for 2021 and 2022, this may have long-term effects as far as people not wanting to go to the movie theaters anymore. Because of course, one of the biggest complaints of of people going to see a a movie, of course, was you, if it was just you and a date, that's one thing, right? But that'll still cost money. But if you, you, if you brought your kids, you know, to see a Disney movie, that'll, and then you, you buy snacks and drinks and all these things that'll cost upwards of 50 to 75, maybe even hundred bucks, depending on which market you're at. So, Especially if you live in those L.A., San Francisco, New York markets, exactly. you're really biting the dust with the money. Right. And that's not even an IMAX ticket. If it's exactly. A ticket, that's, exactly. Even, that's even more, right? And then, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I do also want to mention that with, uh, with that said, um, it's just really fascinating what, how it's going to now change the landscape of how movies are distributed um, and perhaps, you know, I, and I'm hoping that uh, we're still going to, it, it, and it seems like uh, Patty Jenkins even mentioned, I read on a tweet that they're going to keep Wonder Woman 84 in theaters for as long as possible. Because right now, Tenet is still playing in theaters, yeah. but I think it's, it is ending its IMAX run, but mm-hmm. I think you can still see it in a big screen. So, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, uh, through some, some, good twist of fate that cases will, you know, eventually die down by next year and go down and, you know, people will get better and, you know, be able to get rid of all of this crap and still be able to see it in the theater. Cause you know, as much as I really want to see in the theater, if I have the option of seeing it on HBO max, then, you know, why not? And again, like for the subscription price of 1499, you know, let's say someone who doesn't have HBO max just subscribes to see Wonder Woman 84. Like, like me like you and then you see it and then that's great and then you see it maybe a few more times and no 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 i am I'm, I'm gonna keep it <laughs> right. and that's the thing because you're gonna you're gonna end up keeping the subscription because you're not just getting it for one room 84 but with the all the content that's on there mm-hmm. it's gonna get you to stay amazing content too. Yeah. Yep. the south park pandemic special that is yeah i, I need to watch that because you guys keep talking about that. oh my goodness i have you- so hard for you French New Wave fans out there, you like the Jean-Luc Godard and all that stuff, the Criterion stuff's in the, oh, you guys will love it. Like, it, it's it's perfect for you cinephiles because there's a huge, huge, huge section of just great classic movies from all over the country. So I, I, I highly recommend getting on board because it's it's time to do so. Right. And I don't like promoting stuff, but it's just the fact it's so damn good. Like they're 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 just hitting it out of the park. And when when you when you you got to give the devil his due. I hate to say that, but you really do when it comes to their. You got to give credit where credit's due. You know, if John Cena did something like this, I would even have to give him some credit. Oh, so yeah. it, 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 it's, wow. it's it's the fact of the matter of. It's not about promoting something. It's about trying to tell all you people out there the good word of HBO Max. Okay? So go check it out. Let's all have a seat. With Netflix being little babies and raising the prices, it's really not that much to have an uh, – if you can afford that, you can afford HBO Max. That's all I'm saying. 
Right. Save save uh two cups of uh Starbucks coffee for mm-hmm. yeah. Make save. Starbucks at right. home. Just make your coffee at home. It's way cheaper. That's right. Make it at home. Way cheaper. <laughs> I like do want to share this meme that I made. You know? I do want to share this meme that I made. I put it on my Instagram earlier at filmmaker Mike. So it's the SpongeBob meme. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. Looking out at uh SpongeBob and Patrick running. <laughs> and Squidward is Black Widow. And SpongeBob and uh, Patrick is Wonder Woman eighty four, so <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. And again, that's pretty funny. I uh, I did the same thing with a slight variation, and you know, I'm not trying to knock on Marvel fans, but in this case, I am. But specifically, I'm, am. I'm not. I'm I'm knocking at the Marvel only the, the Marvel fans who are Ma- the Marvel only fans who yeah. are straight up haters. Yeah. So, I just switched it up, and uh, Squidward is the MCU fans right now, and then SpongeBob and Patrick is the DCU fans, the DC fans who are out and about and having fun. So, I thought yeah, was- just to just to detrigger some of you out there, we're not talking about all you Marvel fans. We're talking about the ones who go, I will not watch a DC film because it's beneath me and Marvel is superior in every yeah. way. You garbage fans. We're talking about you pieces of garbage. And I'm a Marvel fan. I love Marvel. Not as much as I love I like Marvel too, but that, but this, I, I'm above it nonsense. You're garbage. I'm sorry. That's all the way to put it. You are garbage fans. <laughs> I also Captain want to make you thrown in the dumpster where you belong behind the Applebee's at your local. <laughs> like, you're garbage. Yeah. I do also want to mention, of course, on HBO Max, there is a masterpiece of a film called Man of Steel. Oh, oh yeah, God. oh yeah. You know, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So Thanks. last last night, uh so Pinhead, uh, we're not gonna mention the brand of headphones that, that we're we both have. Uh, we really have. should, but okay, we won't. We we won't mention it right now. A guy named there's this guy named who was who's we'll just say there's a guy who's the brother of Brandy. He made these headphones and they're <laughs> they're they're awesome. We won't they're absolutely the, awesome. We won't mention the brand hey, because we want hey, to we want to we want we want to land. You know, he had he had a ride on the old Kardashian before she was famous. <laughs> oh he, wait, 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 wait. He 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 made her famous. That's just yeah. <laughs> there you but go. Anyway, we'll, wink, we'll, wink. we'll end it That's there. Nice. We'll end it there. But yeah, these these headphones are phenomenal. And go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry yeah, to interrupt. So you're good, you're good. So we won't, we don't want to mention the brand name just yet because we want to make sure we land a sponsorship deal first. Yeah. And then yeah. we will gladly mention the brand. So anyway, yeah, then I've, we're, had then these, we're... I've had these headphones for like months now. Like, uh, yeah, since like the summer. And they've been working great. Uh, Julie has a pair as well. And then um, so la- and usually I use headphones at work uh, just to listen to podcasts or music. But of course, and like when I get home, like I'll watch something on the iPad, um, but I won't use headphones. And Pinhead mentioned last night that he was watching uh, Power Rangers uh, Zeo, which I'm not very familiar with. I'm like OG Mighty Morphin. So wait, wait, wait. Power I'm, Rangers what? Zeo. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he mentioned that you could hear stuff that you've never heard before when you've got the headphones in. Oh. So okay. you, you can hear the bass and everything. So I was like, I should try that with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So sure enough, last night when I got home and I fired up Netflix, there's a bunch of all the power. I think it's all the Power Rangers shows. They're it's all- got everything up to date to this point where they're at. 
Yeah. Wow. That's so, Power Rangers. Like literally up to right now where we're at, up to until they move forward. Like and it, they're literally up to 2020 because I looked. Right. So it's so up to date. I fire up Netflix and I put on, uh, put on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, an episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Hell yeah. with the headphones on. And it's it's it rocks it's awesome because you can hear yeah, I was telling when that you, dude, theme song like, kicks in like you can hear stuff that you never heard before wait wait so so mike uh these uh unknown uh brand of uh headphones yeah uh wireless headphones correct yes wireless, wireless. okay uh how much uh do they cost if you don't mind me asking um when i got them there was like a 15 or 20 percent off discount so it was like yeah. around 60 70 bucks Ooh. So, yeah Way, way way cheaper than than, the, your, than your premium brand, and is you know, that right? and these work great. I mean, you know, and I like the premium brand too. But man, if I can get it yeah. cheap, and and I heard it's lifetime guarantee. Is that right? I think so. <laughs> oh, and they're, hmm. and they're a lot cheaper than uh than that, you, uh, your yeah. favorite hip hop artist brand that he yeah. over that he overpriced and pedals out there. Or I guess you I know, guess. We, Doctor Pepper, as we'll call him, we'd say more. We'd say more affordable. So exactly, far far more affordable. And the quality, the quality is just great. It's impeccable. It it really is. And so it got an old fart like me to get some. So yeah, yeah, I got I got a pair of white ones. Uh, Pinhead got the red ones. Those those look nice too. So yeah, after that episode of my red capsule. Yeah, after that episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, I went over to HBO Max and I was like, I should, I should watch Man of Steel. Sure. Oh my god! And I said, <laughs> I'm just gonna watch the first 20 minutes. But sure, enough, I went through the first hour until he until until Superman starts flying. You knew you, you know you finished the damn movie, Mike. Just oh, quit, no, quit, yeah. just quit lying, quit, quit lying and saying like, yo, I only saw one hour of this one. <laughs> No, <laughs> you finished the whole damn movie. Man of Steel, that first twenty minutes on Krypton is just nonstop. It's just action, and it's just great action. Like, my God, I could watch that t- like opening twenty minute sequence over and over, and not get bored of it. Like, it's just genius. It's stunning, and it's like, and I had the volume on full blast in my headphones, and it was just like rocking. Yeah, and of course when that's when how after, I want that. Huh? That's how I was with Power Rangers Zeo, just stronger than before. That bass is boom, 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 boom. Like the bass is phenomenal with those things. Like it's just, I've got, I have got to go on Tubi and watch Phantasm with those things. It's gonna be awesome. There you go. It's gonna be awesome. And when in in Man of Steel, when Jarrell is like starting to escape, and he yells for Haraka, and then like Hans Zimmer like. (laughs) Score, like kicks in like oh my god dude it's it's beautiful so i think oh, i could watch do... star trek 2 and listen to god yeah, like, hell out. Like, i'm gonna have to watch bvs ah! or maybe even wonder woman so yeah and like hey, just, just hear the theme of wonder woman like you know what I'm saying? yeah pretty much yeah. and and that's the thing like uh it's something that you don't usually think of like because i again like i mostly use uh wireless head or earbuds like for for music or podcasts, but not movies, but now, or in shows, but now, like, why not? It's like, and I'm not bothering anyone. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, everyone's asleep here in the house. So at least with those on, I can enjoy it full blast and not have to worry about, you know, 
turning it up too loud. Anybody. And no one's bothering you. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to even have to watch uh, The Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. Hell uh, yeah. Basically. That would be awesome. Yeah. The Dark Knight's phenomenal. When that bum, bum, bum <laughs> kicks in. <laughs> so, yeah, there's our uh, not not ad kind of ad. <laughs> I know. Yes, <laughs> run. So, uh, Brandy's brother, if, up, you're, brother. if you're listening yeah, to this, hook right? Hook us up, brother, because I love you. I've always have, and now I think you're even more phenomenal for inventing these things. I, I, I loved your, uh, your VH1 uh, dating uh, show. It was amazing. Yeah. I, I was laughing the, the whole entire time. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, so as yeah. we uh, pretty much wrap up with uh, Wonder Woman eighty four, I guess it's safe to say we're all excited to see it at the oh, yeah. of our own homes. A- anything, Patty Jenkins. Yeah, we love you, Patty. We 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 are huge supporters over here, and we can't wait to see what you've done. Yeah, we Patty really Jenkins are. is awesome. I've got wait, Patty wait. Jenkins right here. Yeah. Oh, you got you got the Patty Jenkins. Uh, I'm yeah. jelly now. Nice, nice, nice. And I've got Wonder Woman in her. I want a Patty Jenkins so Funko Pop, man. That's awesome. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Okay. So we're moving on to the Video Game Award nominations. So I'm going to have Pinhead lead this discussion. So, yes, our boy, your friend and mine, Jeff Keeley, has his annual video game awards coming so jeff Keeley has announced the nominees for the game awards in 2020 obviously one of the most disastrous years and it's it hasn't it's no different for games yep. this will be on december 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 10th and we have the nominations now i'm not reading all of them because it's like it's like the dead sea scrolls it just goes on and on and on and on there, so there like we're, six, right? we're gonna re- we're gonna read the important ones so, and we're going to get into some things. I'm, I'm going to be a good boy. I'm not going to blow my gasket. I'm not going to, I'm going to try and leave my blood pressure within the, within the double digits. Let's not get them in the triples. <laughs> That's the goal. And no, and no massive amounts of profanity. That's the two goals right here before we get into it. So I'll count to three. You might hear me count to three a couple of times. That's the two goals. Keep your blood pressure in the double single digits and no profanity. So here we go. Game of the year. Animal Crossing. New Horizons. That's for Nintendo. Doom Eternal. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ghost of Tsushima, which deserved. Hades. And, of course, you couldn't go without the savior of the whole bunch. The Last of Us Part Two from Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog's. Mast Citizen Kane of PS. We'll get into that later. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna start. Best game. Best game direction. Oh, this is my favorite one because, again, the master of masters. We start off with Final Fantasy VII remake. Okay, that's mm-hmm. cool. Ghost of Tsushima, much deserved. Hades, Half Life. I don't know about, but cool. And of course, the master himself has to be put in there. The Last of Us Part Two. So we're we're continuing down a trend here. Best narrative. And I said the important things. I know this doesn't sound like it, but this really is because it makes a lot of sense for what you do when you're playing video games. So best narrative, Thirteen Sentinels, Aegisim, Final Fantasy Seven, the remake, Ghost of Tsushima, 
Hades, and of course, the hero of the bunch, Last of Us Part Two. We're seeing a little, we're seeing a little trend here. <laughs> a little bit. We're gonna round them out to these last. Yeah, we're gonna round them out to these last couple ones. Best art direction. Final Fantasy VII remake, Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. Hades, mm-hmm. Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Now that is a uh, very out of left field, but I'm glad that got in because art direction we're talking about here. Uh, that's a beautiful game. Yeah, beautiful yeah game. it really is. It really is. So I'm glad that that got in. And of course, we round out the bunch. You know it. Your your friend and mine, <laughs> The Last of Us Part Two. Best score, music, Doom Eternal. Yep. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yep. Hades. Yep. Ori and the Will of the Wisp, which the only thing just as good or better than the art direction of that game is the music. Yep. And then, of course, your buddy and mine, the Last of Us Part Two. We're seeing another trend again. So we're finishing the last couple of the last couple of uh, categories that are important: best audio, best performance, and then we'll end it right there. And then games for impact because that's supposed to be something. So here we go: best audio design, Doom Eternal, mm-hmm. Half Life, mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. Resident Evil Three, which was a uh, the remake. It was a remake. Yeah, well, yeah, the Ghost of the Resident Evil 3 remake was a surprise to me. But what's not a surprise is our buddy's back. <laughs> the Last of Us Part 2. That rounds out the group. Game of the Finally, sp- and this is where we get into the meat and potatoes of this. It's just as dangerous as the game of the year. So here we go. Our buddy starts off right off the bat. He couldn't help himself. <laughs> Ashley Johnson is Ellie. Fine. Last of Us Part Two. We knew Ellie was getting a nomination. Yep. But you knew Scott Steiner, big old Papa Pump, wasn't going without her nomination. Laura Bailey, Abby, The Last of Us Part Two. She's in there too. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this one, I'm sorry. I'm going to murder your name. I'm a Yank. I'm a half breed Yank. Okay. I'm half white and black. That's the worst of two worlds for you Japanese folks, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Daishuku Tajumji. I don't know your name, but Jin from Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Logan Cunningham from Hades. Yep. It's Hades, so I don't have to say it again. And the dude from Miles, who plays Miles Morales in Spider-Man for Spider-Man, so... That rounds it out. I will give for those who care games for impact. Uh, if found, Kentucky Route Zero TV edition, uh, Spirit Fair, Tell Me Why, and Through Darkest of Times. That's uh, that's that's where we're gonna end it because after this, then we go like I said into the Dead Sea Scrolls, and we just keep going and going and going until we get into we literally go past the Bermuda Triangle. So we don't need to go into it. But let, let, let's start talking about what we have here. We're not going to go on a, a long ramp. Kulia has his opinion. I'm going to go off with mine since I went off with this. I'm not going to throw a fit. But I'm going to say this. I knew this was coming. And, I, mm-hmm. and for my boy Brad, I, I love you, man. You're, you're mm-hmm. a good dude. Didn't know about you at first, but you're a good dude. I like you. I know you like The Last of Us Part Two, and that's good. And I'm glad for those of you out there who really, really enjoy The Last of Us Part Two. But? But 
and I'm, I'm saying this nicely. I'm not going to be a jerk about it. I really am not. But if we critically think, just just about just about fundamental storytelling. I don't. Spoiler alerts: ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, there's going to be spoilers here, and everybody knows this. I don't give a mm, that Joel was murdered. I don't care about that. That's not the point. We're talking about basic fundamental storytelling. And we're giving all these awards to The Last of Us Part 2. I understand why you, some of you, it's the first time you've seen two girls kiss. And it's, and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's liberation. You, you never seen all these other things that have happened, before, but it's the first time you saw two girls. Okay, fine. Celebrate that. That's fine. That's the, that, that, that's. For, then we go into, well, you just don't understand it because it's a masterpiece because we don't need to get into it. The fact of the matter is The Last of Us Part 2 is dominating this whole thing. And if it wins Game of the Year, it will be the most egregious act in entertainment since Jethro Tull beat Metallica at the 1989 Grammy Awards for For Best best Metal metal. Heavy Metal Hard Rock Act. (laughs) It'll be the most, that'll, that'll be the most egregious thing since that happened. And for those of you young kids out there who don't even know who Jethro Tull is, let alone Metallica. Go ask your mom. (laughs) Go ask your mom or go on YouTube and type in how Metallica lost to Jethro Tull. And you'll find out all the information about why I say it's the most egregious. And you'll go, how did a flute playing folk singer beat a heavy, one of the Because flutes are metal, metal, bro. <laughs> they are, but they can be. But that's not the point. The point is that you went up against the heaviest <laughs> metal record of all time at that point. No yep. one had ever seen anything that heavy at that point. The flute folk singer won. Well, The Last of Us Part Two is the flute folk singer, and Ghost of Tsushima is the heavy metal guy that's ready to kick down the door because it was fun, it was beautiful. It was entertaining. It was beautiful. And guess, and guess what? It actually was uh, diverse, too, because you love that so much. It was very diverse, and you got everything you wanted out of it. And then you had Last of Us Part Two. So if you want to vote, you can vote right now. I'll, I'll leave it at this. You can vote. I'm pretty sure the voting's still open. Go to the VGA. Oh, yeah. Go to the VGA website. And you can vote. Jeff Keeley will love it from you because you know he's peddling Last of Us Part Two because he's one of those that you know, it's, city, it's Orson Welles and the Citizen Kane games. It's great, man. It's a, it's a masterpiece, dude. And if you say something bad about it, bro, you sunk it. It was deep, man. It was so deep. It, you just don't get it. You're a lame. You don't get it. It's bad storytelling. You don't get it. This is bad storytelling. And if we reward bad storytelling, I, I'm not in that group that says, I want Last of Us Part 3. Because Druckmann, I challenge you. 
I'm a better rider than you are. I'm putting you on notice. I hope you see this. I'm a better rider than you are. I challenge you to prove me wrong. Do it in The Last of Us Part 3. Prove me wrong. Some nobody here in Reno, prove me wrong. You're nothing. You're, you're, in that, you're in the garbage heap too at Applebee's around the corner because you put yourself there. Because you'd rather put politics ahead of good moral gameplay. That's what you rather do. You rather talk about how great you are because you wrote, you wrote a sex scene with two women and you, I'm a man and I'm evolved. Not, you're Josh Whedon. Okay. Wow. You talk about how you're evolved and you love women and this and that, but you're actually garbage behind the scenes. You're Josh Whedon. So shut up, sit down, stay in your lane, or prove me wrong. That's your two options. That's the end of the rant. You're garbage, boy. And if you win, like I said, it will be an extreme, it'll be egregious. It'll it'll be extremely egregious. And I, I and a part of me will weep. And a part of me will laugh because the part of me that'll weep will go, I thought at least the gaming community had more sense of this. And then the part of me will laugh and go, they're still humans. They're absolute morons. So I should have known better. Kuya, you have the floor. I have the floor. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Pinhead. I appreciate that. Um... The Last of Us, the very first one, was an absolute perfect game. Do you, do you agree, Pinhead? Yes, one hundred percent. Okay. the the way the way the story That's went. I'm as agitated as I am. The way the way the story was, the way the way everything happened in in that in that game, the way the game played itself was absolutely like perfect. Like, you want to talk about a masterpiece? You yep. can you can throw that one in. Then I'll agree with you. Yeah. So. At, at the very beginning, I said they should just leave this uh, masterpiece alone. Yep. When I heard about the yep. when I heard about the sequel, I'm like, mm, uh, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know about this one, right? So, so, but like you know, because because of the track record, Naughty Dog being Naughty Dog, having like awesome uh, stories and all that stuff with their games, I'm like, okay, well, let's let's you know, give it a chance. And hold um, on, I don't want to. I don't mean to interrupt you, mm. but just for uh, context for the for the people, oh. I'm not one of these guys to hammer it home and just to, to you know that I'm not biased and I'm being a baby. I'm not one of these guys who heard the rumors and went, eh, "I'm not doing it." No, I played the I played the game, I suffered through it, and I beat it. Yep. So I know what I'm talking about. I'm done. I'm, yeah. I just had to put that out there for my defense. I've played yeah. it and I've beaten the game. I beat The Last of Us Part Two. I know what I'm talking about. The the, the issue, game is trash. Yeah, the the issue for people, for the most part, was uh, Joel dying early. Yes, I know. That was I, the biggest. That was the biggest issue. That's why I say I don't care about that. Yeah, like, it, that's it, not. That's and, the least and, of the problems. And for me, I I agree. I, it didn't matter because it it helped move the story along right so yeah. now this is going to be like oh ellie's ellie's out for revenge okay cool I'm, I'm i'm on board for this one the issue i had was was the the dual story of of two revenging 
you know, the 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 revenging, you know, the revenge of of Ellie, you know, killing or because Joel died and you know uh, Abby because yeah. you know because of what happened. And spoiler alerts again, kiddos. Yeah. Um, Joel Joel killed uh, Abby's father, who was the surgeon at the very first uh, uh, The Last of Us uh, game. Yes. So he he you know, basically shot shot him and all that stuff and and all that stuff. So she's been out for revenge for years, for for Joel looking for Joel, all that stuff. Okay. The issue again is it's uh, you know the. They they separated the stories of, of the of these two characters, which are fairly similar. Because, yeah, it, it was, was very unearned. Because they, you I know, understand you know. why Joel was murdered, or because that's what happened. Yeah, because he murdered her father, and she returned the favor. Yep, I understand why that is, but it was unearned yeah. because of Neil Druckmann's terrible storytelling. It should. It should this have is been. Why you know, I say I'm better than you, Neil. Your terrible storytelling has enraged a lot of us. And oh it's yeah. Not because we're being babies and we don't get it. It's because we do get it, and a lot of us understand basic third grade structure of storytelling. You don't. And and then like the the, the problem the the problem for me was like you know, Ellie had the choice of. Ignoring, you know, ignoring her thing for revenge, and live live this perfect life with the girlfriend and the baby, and and all that good stuff, right? But then she's like, no, I'm I'm still gonna re- go out and re- uh, have my re- revenge with Joel. And then the the girlfriend was like, okay, well I'll leave you, whatever. So she went out again, and this this is such a long ass game. And, it really you know, is. It's unnecessary because it's really unnecessarily yeah. long. Yeah, like normally I love getting my yeah, all of us do Mike you Kuya I mean we all love getting our money's worth out of that yeah. when it becomes a chore you go oh just in the damn game and stop with this now it becomes yeah and then at the very end right she had she had this choice of like she had l- the l- l- let me off this girl because like she killed Joel but then what what the fuck happened nothing she, she let it go. Well, a lot, a lot does really happen. You're right, and you're uh, nothing happens, and a lot happens. Nothing happens in the fact that she didn't do that. She didn't get any revenge. Mm-mm. But we got a lot that happens where she lost everything and she lost more by losing her finger to where she can't even play the song that Joel taught her that made yep. her. That was the last memory that she, the last true memory she had of Joel. Before his brains got bashed in. Yep. The only she has two memories: the astronaut memory, where she she where they went on the astronaut mission, and she went, and the memory of him teaching her the song, and yep. she lost all of that, and we're left with that, and we're supposed to be going. Oh, that's I can't good. wait for part three. I can't wait for three. Right. I hope you know what, Neil. I hope you hammer it even further up our butts because, <laughs> at the fact of the matter is this: you really screwed everybody. I, I, and I'm not going to be mean. I'm not being. I'm not, this is not a knock. It sounds like it. I would trust Mike's children, who are far more intelligent than Neil Druckmann, to write something far more intelligent far more entertaining and far more compelling than anything this loser has written 
I, I, I think any of your kids out there, to any of these listeners, if you have kids, your kids could do better. Brad, my boy, I love you. I know you love this, this, this game. If you had children, they could do better. You could do better. We all could do better. This is, this is worse than basic third grade writing. This is, this is, this is ego. This is ego. It really is. This is a guy going, look at me. (laughs) I'm fancy. I had a huge, I had a huge hit and now everybody loves me. So Not guess anymore. what I'll do? <laughs> I'll step on their backs. I'll make sure that they lick my boot. And I'll make sure that when I make the utmost garbage in the world, they'll enjoy eating it. And if they criticize me, I'll say, peasants, be gone yep. with thee. You are <laughs> yep. beneath thy, and I am above thee. So be gone. Shut up, asshole. You're garbage. That's, that's how he sounded in, in the tweets that uh, when, with really the, when the back snap. He went yeah. to like I'm like, dude. Like in, instead of like you know accepting guy. the crit- the criticism, Mike. You're, he, uh, you're a hipster. He, he, went, he, he went off on people. Oh damn! Yeah. How did you like, become you, you so don't under- Neil Druckmann all of a sudden? Yeah, he said like you, you like people that complain don't understand the nuances of of the storytelling, and then we were like, really? Wow! Like, yeah, us oh, dumb man. us dumb old hicks over here. But, we ain't play no game, foe. We we but, just we just sitting here with our moonshine and our chew, and we just we just play a game occasionally. Oh man! So I I I do have opinions on who should win Game of the Year, just because like I've you know I've played a couple of them and I've you know. Well, I've, I've only I'm not. I didn't your, play wait, wait, so, so your your vote your, your vote is a uh, Ghost of Tsushima. It has to be just because. Unless Valhalla was put in there, Ghost of Sh- the, the most fun I have had this year, and it's been close. Like, I've played some great games, mm-hmm. and I've had some good times with good people, mm-hmm. but Ghost of Tsushima has just, has just made me so... It, it, it came after The Last of Us Part Two, and I was just like... You were waiting for something, right? Get that truth out of your that, mind. I'm like... Am I losing my mind? Uh, is this? And then Ghost of Tsushima said, hey, bro, bro, cool. Take it easy. Breathe. Yep. You're good. Got, we, we got, got you. We got you. Exactly. We got you, bro. We got you. You're a bro. You're a bro. We got you. We're sucker punch. We got you. We'll take yeah. care of that Neil Drunkman trash. My, we got you. Ghost of Tsushima is such a simple game, right? And it it's is. Like, it, it's, follow, it's not follow, follow the win for your next mission. Exactly. Press, it's press not complicated. X, press in that triangle, simplicity. Press circle. Simplicity, press square. Oh, I want to play it. I need, I need to play it. it. It's, so it's a beautiful. beautiful it's a beautiful it's game. So like you, you will get. You, you will get stuck. Me. You will just get stuck. Like like walking around, and then when you see like leaves falling, oh shit! I should, I should take a picture. And there's like a, there's like a picture it. mode. Uh huh. It's beautiful. It's, a, it's, a, it's such a beautiful game. That's what I heard. Um, and they had to add the Kurosawa mode. Yep, the Kurosawa mode, which is black and white. By, oh, by the way, so, just, oh my god! Now, I like, um, even even the audio. Did you hear the uh, pinhead? You like for the Kurosawa mode? Like it, it sounds like an old film. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you hear the little, ah, I'm like, I'm you hear like, the little click, uh, clicky like, clack like, of the, of the I film. I felt like Mike with Man of Steel. I was like, I was, I was so excited because I'm like this and Mart Marty, 
one of our coworkers, he's like, you need to get on it. Yeah. And I did. And he was like, oh, God, it was, it's great. And if I'm not saying that it should like, but if, if the last of us do beats this, just because we're all, I, a lot, of, a lot of people are. I, I think this is what's gonna happen, Pinhead. Like, I think there a lot of people are gonna vote for, for, for two, two, uh, two games, right? Just because of recent, recent uh, happenings. Ghost of Tsushima because it's absolutely beautiful. It was great. It was a great story. Great everything. All the things that, that you wanted in, in a hack and slash uh, adventure type of game, right? And I'm surprised, but Hades. Hades is an absolute fun game. Um, a lot of people say it's difficult because like they don't know how to play it. Once you learn how to play the game, uh, you can uh, you can just play it like endlessly for the rest of your life, and you you won't you won't you won't uh, lose any uh, you you won't get bored. I this I I follow this one guy in um, in our like, on Twitch right. Uh, he played Hades for like, I want to say five weeks straight. He beat the game the very first time he played it. The very first time. Yeah. He's like, wow, this is kind of a fun game. Let, let me try again. And so he tried with a different setup, different uh, different weapons and all that stuff. So the thing, the thing with Hades is you have a choice of like what kind of weapons you're going to use. Sword, yeah. shield, spear, uh, uh, fist, fist and all that stuff. And, you know, all, bow and arrow and all that good stuff, right? And you keep you keep playing it until you beat Hades, which is like the god of the underworld. And then you'll upgrade yourself every single time, every single time. And it, it cycles through. And the, the funny part is like, you know, it's it seems like it's endless, but you keep dying at the very end after you beat after you beat Hades. So you start over from the very from the very beginning, but upgrade yeah. it. Right. So once you figure out like the 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 situation, you're you're gonna be like, oh, okay. Well, let, let me just change up my my gameplay. So if 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 you're this type of player, you you have a gameplay for that. If you're another type of player, you have this kind of gameplay for that. So, so you do endorse the game. Oh yeah, I I, I endorse Hades, but I'm in in my heart of hearts, I think Ghost of Tsushima should win. Um, and that's what that's what... Animal Crossing is great because it's fun. Um, for the nostalgia geeks, Final Fantasy VII remake was absolutely beautiful. I I fell in love as soon as I saw, as as soon as I saw like the the trailer, I was like, okay, cool, this might it be one fun. of. Them. Oh, yeah, it, it was it was a blast. Rather, it lived up to what people wanted for this long wait. I understand it was a blast. It, it was yeah. fun. But again, um, is it Konami or no Square Enix? They're 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 gonna they're gonna milk this for what it's worth. So they're gonna they're gonna make like probably three or four games out of this. Well, yeah, there, there's gonna be there's gonna be like three Star Wars trilogies worth of this stuff, and it's oh yeah, gonna be, definitely, but, man. But, so, but the fact of the matter is, as we we wrap this up, I just want to say the, the the nightmare scenario is likely to happen because Jeff Keighley and company. They're gonna they're gonna put their sway in, and I'm telling you, I see Last of Us taking this home. And it, like I said, if it, if it does, I have if, no faith in humanity. If, if you know, no, if 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 it happens, it happens, and that's what it is. But but everybody, 
all the all the gamers know like which which game was more superior. Exactly, they they have like, to. You know, they, they're gonna, they're gonna say they're gonna say Sashima Sashima was way better than than The Last of Us Two, definitely. And you know yeah. what? When when The Last of Us Two wins, I'm gonna do what everybody else does. I'm gonna cry racism. <laughs> So, hey, you know the the, wow. the only the only fun part of the Last of Us Two was you you get to play like like real songs with the guitar thing, which is kind of cool. That, so that was would, cool, and you know I'm not gonna lie. But but the again, first that's, that's, times that's, I was Abby not... and I went Big Papa Pump on a a zombie. Yeah, yeah, that was fun the initial first couple times, and then it kept happening and happening and happening, and she became it, it, it a became, it became tedious. Song. Yeah, it became tedious. yeah, and she became a redemption song on top of that, and. It's just like people. You keep saying bad storytelling. So uh, it, with bad storytelling is okay. It, real quick, before we, before we move point. on, I'll, 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 I'll prove. I'll, I'll tell you a prime example of bad storytelling. We're in a zombie apocalypse. Resources are slim to none. Correct. Medicine is hard to find. Food is hard to find. Correct. Gas mm-hmm. is hard to find if we have it. But yep. Big Papa Pump over here has a full furnished gym with plenty of dumbbells to pump iron. And she has creatine and all this stuff that is a luxury. But you don't have ammo hardly for for guns. You can't eat, but you got creatine in a fully furnished gym, a spa. And I'm like, bad storytelling. This is this is a trademark of bad storytelling. This is a simple third graders, huh? Gee, sir, um, Mr. Truckman, uh, it's the zombie apocalypse, and and they 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 can't find food, but 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 big big buff boy over there, and he has creatine and, and can pump weights, and, and okay, sir, can you explain it to me? Well, little Jimmy. You're just a moron, and you couldn't understand the complexities of my storytelling. Shut up! Yeah. Just shut they, up. You know their uh, their base was uh, the Seahawks. Uh, the, you know the Seahawks stadium. That's probably why they saw creatine and shit. So, well, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, it's bad storytelling. So, question That's... about the video game awards: When do we find out the winners? December tenth. Well, December tenth. Okay. That's like, and uh, then as I... as far as voting. Are you only allowed to vote once or can you vote like once a day? Uh, I'm not sure about that. I'm hoping it's a one and done thing, but uh, I'm not going to quote it because I don't know. But everybody is more than welcome to go to BGA.com and and vote away. And if if you can vote more than once, hey, press that button away for Last of Us Part 2 because, you know, he's a master. (laughs) He's great. He, you know, he's the Michael Bay of... uh, Wow. <laughs> so Michael, Michael Bay not, did and I'm not the talking rock. about 90s Michael Bay either. Like I'm the rock, right? About, <laughs> I'm talking about late 2000s Michael Bay. Oh, oh uh, so, second Transformers. <laughs> as far as the the Last of Us, I started the first game back on the PS3 and then I never got to finish it, but then Pinhead lent me the remastered version for PS4, so I'm still playing through that. Um but when The Last of Us 2 came out, it was earlier this year, right? Like months yeah. ago? Yeah. yeah. So when that game came out, like everyone at work was just talking about it and like was just like hating on it and like shitting on it. And I was like, 
the fuck's go what what's going on like what is the big deal so i i straight up like asked like uh pinhead like tell me what's up and then even nick as well and then they explained it to me so i was like oh okay (laughs) so and i was like yeah just lay lay all the spoilers like i I just want to know like what's the big deal what's going on I mean the, the that's issue. Why I tell you, that's why I tell you, you naysayer last Jedi fans have nothing to cry about considering <laughs> what we got. At least you got <clears throat> a coherent, coherent storytelling. <clears throat> it may not have been great to you, yes, but sir. it was coherent. <clears throat> Unlike <throat> Last of Us Part Two, where we just went, I am a god among gods, and I think I'm better. Like I, I don't I don't like that I'm better than you mentality, and that's his attitude. Yeah, by the way. Uh, and, the, and the damn the torpedoes, as the saying goes. Jester, who is absent from this uh, episode, of who? course. Mike, who? Who are you talking who? Oh, the diva. The diva. Never okay. heard of her. Who's probably enjoying his quote-unquote beauty sleep. Never heard of her. Of her? Yeah, never heard of her. Boba <laughs> Fett's. Sarlacc pit. Oh, oh, Ahsoka oh. Tano. Ahsoka Tano. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, that. Oh, oh, okay. So yeah, and then um, Ghost of Tsushima. I haven't tried yet, but I I've heard that it's really beautiful. So that after you guys talked about it, now like, I wanna I wanna pe- play it. People use the pictures of Ghost of Tsushima as their background for their phones or for I know. Their computers. Oh man, that's how amazing the the the, the graphics is, are are right, with that right. uh, that game. Mike, check yeah, it out. Just play it. It, it, it is not phenomenal. an RPG, right? It's not an RPG. It's like you you build the you level up the character and all that okay. stuff. But it's, it's not it's an RPG cool. in the traditional sense of where you just what you think an RPG is. Right. This right. is like it, it, it takes the idea of an RPG and turns it more into a hack and slash. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's like God of War, in a and sense. I don't, and I don't like, like, I don't like debasing it. Like, oh, it's a hack and slash, and that's all it is. It's right, so right. much more than that. But it's taking that idea of the RPG and it's like, look, we need to make this accessible to people who really want to enjoy video games. Like, mm-hmm. I, I honestly, if if she buckled down, my grandmother could play this and she would enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Because there's, um, there, there's it's a, not that hard to pick up. There, that's there, what makes it so different levels. Fun. Yeah. There's different levels of, of the game. So exactly. there's like a you could be, you there's could like be, a cinematic you game. A yeah, you get a cinematic game, all you press is X and, and just kill everybody. Wow. <laughs> or you or you could be or you could be on that, you know, like our co our coworker Jason and be on that Uber hardcore. I, I'm great at every game and I can beat anybody with a snap of my finger. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And put it on ultra hard. That's fine. And you'll as get your challenge. As, Either yeah. way, you're winning. As far as personal preference, I just I just like to play games where I can just like I can play for like thirty minutes to maybe an hour and then that's that's it and then go back you into it. You do that with Ghost of Tsushima. Like, yeah, and that's great. So that's cool. It, it, it's got it's got you liked you liked Fallen Order. Yeah, it's Fallen mm-hmm. Order for Samurai. You know. There we go. That's it. That's all you had to say then. I, oh. Uh, there's no force powers though, so I'll just be. Well, you know, that's why I'm saying there's no Star. There's no there's no Star Wars references or anything like that. They right? are so samurai, okay. correct? I love samurai. So, I love samurai stuff. You know, although George Lucas like copied. Uh, Chris, of course, I was a, uh, you know, work magnificent yeah. works. For, oh, to, here comes the hate wave. Oh wait, wait, did I say? Did I say anything? Inspiration. 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 Well, hey, if you're gonna go down that road. 
he also took a lot from Flash Gordon too. So. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Hey, the best artist steal, right? <laughs> I know I do. Or adapt. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. So pretty much wraps up. Yep. So Ghost of Tsushima, uh, people. Ghost of Tsushima. Let's go, Ghost. Let's go, Ghost. Let's go, Ghost. All righty. So moving on. On Tuesday, on November 17th, we had the uh, third year anniversary of the Justice League uh, theatrical <laughs> cut. But of course, that is a thing of the past now. Even if, well, just remember, Zach still gets credit for it, though. Right. Legally. Legally. Right. It still says directed by Zack Snyder. Well, they legally have to. Right. He claims that he's never seen it. So um, so they did announce on Vero, Zack Snyder announced that he was going to have a uh, live stream trailer breakdown at 9 a.m. Pacific time. And mm-hmm. so at 9 a.m. Pacific time, lots of people logged on Vero, social yep. media app. Uh, yep. And he's a proponent of that social media app because if I'm not mistaken, he's he's buddies with uh, the owner. He, he knows um, the owner or, or like the, the CEO of that social media app. And it's very streamlined, very simple. It's not, not as complicated as like something like Facebook where there's just so much going on now. There's like so much there. So anyway, um, a lot of us logged on and he basically started the live stream right away and he broke down. So before the uh, trailer breakdown, he they basically re-uploaded a brand new, well, not a brand new, but a similar trailer to what we got months ago in the, during the summer in DC Fandom. And, but this one was a black and white trailer first that was uploaded. And then later on, they uploaded the color the full color trailer. So it uses the song Hallelujah, like the oh, first trailer. And then a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of people said, well, why are we seeing the same? It's the same exact thing. But if you look closely, it's actually not the same thing. There are some new scenes in the trailer. And so Zach breaks down the trailer and he goes basically scene by scene explaining <laughs> what's going on and you know uh everything in that in that scene so let's see <laughs> you want to say something Kuya? go ahead i'm gonna let you finish i'm gonna let you finish go ahead go ahead no go uh, ahead that's pretty I'm much let you finish well i don't want you to to spoil it so Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and vent out right now. Yeah, might as well. We're out on the table. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Come on. Uh, when, when when people tell me that there's like a big thing coming or happening, like right, like you know, like for example, uh, November seventeenth is a big day because blah 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 blah. There's a huge announcement for everybody. Blah 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 blah. blah. I can't wait for to show it to you guys, etc. I'm expecting a little something, you know. Uh, a black and white version of the the same trailer that I saw months ago is is it wasn't really it for me. You know what I mean? Like I, I was when I saw it, I was just like, oh, okay, so it's black and white. So what's the big deal? And then like I saw I saw his expl- you know, explanations of the scenes, the, the different scenes. Oh yeah, this is where you know 
the the arrow that the Amazons threw. They were bro, and Diana went over there, and and then and Ezra, this is the superpower and speed force, blah 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 blah. I already know what the speed force does. You don't have to explain it to me. Like you know, that's that's why everybody has to be careful. Like that's why every, you know all that all that good stuff. I want scenes. I want new things. I want three seconds of something, something new. I want, you know, like something. You got I, six new scenes in that trailer. Uh, no. It's right there on the screen cap. I uh, know. Those are brand new scenes. It's Added. the same one. It was the same one. No, it's not. Hippolyta yeah. was never in that first trailer. You see Hippolyta right there. Who cares about Hippolyta? Well, you're asking for new, and that there was new. There was new stuff there. I know, but they, who cares about Hippolyta? She, she's a side character. Nobody cares about side characters except for Jester. There was a new shot of Cyborg. <laughs> there was a new shot of the Batmobile. A new shot of Yuxus right there. Yuxus was, was there at the very beginning. Right, but it's a new shot. You're asking about new stuff, and there was new stuff. It's not new, man. It's the yes, same it thing. is. It wasn't. Give, in the give me a scene of the the, the complete scene of of Ezra Miller it's saving Iris West. It's a trailer. Exactly. It's give me trailer. or give me something. You can't expect the full scene. I'm I'm saying, why are we showing another goddamn trailer? Because the for, visual effects is... are not ready. It's a four-hour cut. There's four oh, hours, Jesus right? Fucking Christ! They're working through it. The Batman with Matt Reeves barely had a movie and they, they cut like a, a minute 30 of, of the of, of a trailer already. That is true. Can you explain that to me? Well, they were in full production and he, he didn't get kicked off. He didn't get I'm, fired. No, they had COVID, didn't they? Yeah, but they no one got fired. It didn't matter. He, he wasn't. He, didn't yeah, fire. Did. Yeah, he left does. himself. He left. He didn't get fired. He left. That's what they tell you. For personal reasons. Oh, of course. But then they pretty much fired him. They took him off. If you remember, when they were filming Justice League, Batman v Superman just released. Like, And then the week after, they were filming Justice League. And that when uh, the polarizing reaction to BVS was like, you either love it or you hate it. And a lot they of people panicked. hated it. They panicked. Warner yeah. Brothers panicked. Yeah, they panicked. They were trying to... and. A lot of things changed on the set of Justice League. And they were looking for a way out. And when, of course, the, the unfortunate tragedy of Autumn Snyder, when she committed suicide, Warner Brothers execs pretty much saw the way out for Zack Snyder. Yeah, and, that was and, uh, some uh, underhanded shit that uh, shouldn't right. have happened. And in all actuality, if they really wanted Zack Snyder to finish the film, they should have just uh, held off and said, okay, we're taking a break. Take all the time you need. Go be with your family. We will resume production two, three months from now. Or, you know, no, but they, they wanted to follow the coattails of, it, of the MCU at that time. So. Of course. And that's so that, that, oh, that's let's, the issue. Get Joss, let's get Joss Whedon, who did the Avengers, to do the Justice League. And you still have uh, a, lot of people on, a lot of people on social media to this day still think that Zack Snyder hired Joss Whedon. No, he didn't. Yeah, that, I, I why would anyone want to hire... Why would someone like Zack Snyder hire Joss Whedon to finish his film if he just knew he was going to trash it and mess it up? Yep. And basically screw screw him over. No. But this is what I'm saying, Mike. 
Okay. If you if you make a big announcement online on social media saying there's there's going to be something something awesome, something fresh, something new. I, I granted that the black and white version of the trailer was cool because it, it gave it gave that little you know a different vibe to it, like a more artistic look on, on things. It was the same goddamn song. It was it was mostly the same scenes, I guess. Give give me give me three seconds of the general changing into uh fucking Martian Manhunter. Give give me, you know, a scene with bat you know with Batman fucking like you know tag teaming with with Superman on to, about something like you know like Superman grabbing him and throwing him to to some parademons or some shit. I don't know. It could have happened in the scene. I don't know. I don't know what's what was happening with the scenes. But give me a little. They call it a teaser. Give me, give me a little tease. Like, don't give me like six fucking different, you know, pictures on 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 the, on the same trailer. Well, you got you got a tease. You got six different new teases. That's not a tease. That's like that's like fucking like you know. Oh, let me show you my tits. But then like, and then it's gonna be like oh, it's like. No, that is a tease. No, that's not. That's not teasing. This is exactly what you're explaining about the last Jedi and and fans expecting so much. And when they, I'm, get I, it, I am I am not expecting much. I that said, give, give me three seconds. Of, uh, give me three seconds of of Martian Manhunter. Give me five seconds of the war with the old gods, Uxus versus the old gods. Right. Give me. Give me something. Well, Don't you give got me... something. It just wasn't up to your expectation. And that's why you're so disappointed. Because nobody cares about Hippolyta. Nobody cares about side characters, man. Except well, for Jester. Well, we we care about... I care about side characters. He was even talking about Volko, who was actually in the original cut of Justice League. But we didn't exactly. see Exactly. Yeah, but then, like, who cares? All we saw was Amber Heard, Amber, Amber Heard, you know... The fans, you know, nobody, nobody cares about Amber Heard. The fans, the fans, uh, care about. They want, people. they want Keanu now. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, in the announcement, it did just say trailer breakdown with director Zack Snyder. Now, a lot of the fans, of course, and I'm part of it, and I'll admit I was disappointed initially after it ended because it abruptly ended. But then I remembered that when he did a live stream months ago, pretty much during the summer, of um. He did the live commentary live stream of uh, Batman versus Superman, and then all of a sudden he said, "Oh, here's the teaser." The the street the, or the live something. stream abruptly ended before he could finish what he was saying, so he was trying to tease something. And then weeks later, he they announced, "Oh, for the anniversary of Man of Steel, we're going to do another live commentary." And at the end of that, that's when he had oh, yeah. uh, Henry Cavill announcement oh, yeah. for the Snyder Cut. So. This is mirroring exactly what happened before. I know, but what ha- what happened after the stream when when it abruptly cut? Nothing. Right. We and we all everyone waited for uh, three minutes and fourteen seconds. I waited longer than that because I like I was like, hey, maybe you so know, did I. Maybe he he started the damn. Uh, in you know, a lot of the damn thing. Waited, but nothing. But you know what? I realized like he didn't even have to do this, but the fact that he did it, it was cool. Like I still enjoyed it. And it was it was okay, but again, it for me it was a letdown. Let's just say that I'm, yeah. I'm still I'm still gonna watch the four hour. You know, of course you will. Yeah, but <laughs> give me three seconds of the general changing into Martian Manhunter for Christ's sake. That's I it. Give give me like three seconds. Give, give me. You're, you're gonna get all of that. 
in the give next... me a co- or you know instead instead of the instead of the trailer, how about like give me like fifteen seconds, thirty seconds of a conversation with Lois and Clark, like in in the thing before before he may, he makes up his mind and chooses the black uh you know the black whatever the, the black suit or the red suit or whatever right you, you know what I'm talking about right like right. something like that I'm sure on the based on the the things that he that he's done I'm sure like there's some scenes already that's done give me something right well I mean you know g- g- give give me like you know Vic's reaction when he scored a touchdown he he looked around he looked for his dad and nothing's there give give me give me his reaction of, of that disappointment you're gonna see all of it in the final version <laughs> and if you were listening closely he mentions there's an empty seat and those I know I know about the empty seat but like again I wanted to see the reaction to to, to his face the film already the film is not until 2021 <laughs> <laughs> you want it now and so so do I and so do a lot of other fans but it says 2021. So I also want to point out, um, they also, uh, he also revealed the, uh, a new close-up of uh, Steppenwolf, who looks vastly yeah. different from what he, uh, what he looked like. I know he glowed up. <laughs> huh? He, he, he bought some, uh, some bling, huh? And he, he looked more, uh, more right. spiky. Because his, his armor is actually like moves with him and like morphs and like changes and stuff like that. So yeah. And then I like the fact that um, Zack Snyder was explaining that uh, in that scene with Barry Allen, um, he was, it says he, Barry was applying for a job at a pet store before he rescues Iris. And then in the shot in the movie, his shoes explode off his feet because he's running too fast. And then that's why he's barefoot in the scene when he rescues Iris. And mm-hmm. he has to be super careful with moving people at that speed because he might tear off people's limbs because of how fast he's going. And the way Zack Snyder explains it, he's going with a very realistic approach. I mean, as far as like, yeah, it's, this is like pretty much like comic book sci-fi stuff, but he's still going with that realistic approach where when he explained that, it reminded me of. Uh, he he was talking about the speed class. force and then, no, he was talking about the speed force. And then right. he was like, and, and then he was like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that right now. Well, that just because they, he was like he was like you know that the scene like where right, that scene. where where Barry sees like the like you know whatever that scene is like with all, right. all darkness and he didn't all go into detail with that one. But yeah. then when he was mentioning that uh, Barry has to be careful when he uh, moves people at that speed, it reminded me of the CW Flash because the CW show uh, the Flash when Barry is moving through the Speed Force when he finds out that he can bring people with him. He just has to touch them and then they can move along with him through the speed force. So that it kind of reminded me of that where it was, it's not that for Zack Snyder's flash and what Barry Allen does, it's not that easy. Like he had, there's, there's a little bit more care into how, when he rescues people, like he has to be really delicate because he's moving fast, but in the CW flash, all Barry Allen has to do in the CW uh, flash TV series is just touch someone like on their shoulder. Oh, and then you're in the speed force now. You can move with me, like you know. So it felt like a knock towards uh, the CW. Yeah, they 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 love they love Arrowverse, man. Come on. They, oh they, yeah, you know, and that's why we had that scene in the last crossover with Ezra Miller's Flash, um, yeah. seeing 
because Barry Allen never called himself the Flash Grand in, Justice the, in Flash. the in the no in the movie. Right, and that's and that's why that's where he gets it. Yeah, in that scene, supposedly. Or right. uh, I don't know if you heard that Ezra Miller is actually Wally West. Did you hear about no, that? No, because they called him Barry in the movie. But because he faked his ID because he wanted to, to succeed in something. Oh, uh, no, I don't like that. Nah. Oh, I don't buy it. Yeah, because they, they, they want to bring uh, Grant Gustin in as the, the real Barry Allen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not with his big ass head. <laughs> I don't know about that. But yeah, and then of course, uh, towards the end, they basically uh, mentioned, of course, the uh, hashtag Us United, which is the new campaign. Um, with that new dark side uh, t-shirt they're trying to raise um, as much money for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. So uh, I did share the link. For did you that. buy one already? What was that? Did you buy one? Did you buy one already? Uh, I will uh, tomorrow. Okay, nice. So, yeah. So it's a it's a really cool shirt, really cool design. And then... Yeah, uh, but you don't like white shirts though. That's a, the... I don't, but I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it for the, for the foundation to help support, yeah. you know? And they also still have some of the other Snyder, Zack Snyder um, shirts there as well. And they've got some beanies. I may get a beanie with a, it says Zack Snyder's Justice League. So that's really cool. And then supposedly um, there's about two and a half hours of unseen footage in that cut. And then of course, you've got a lot of people on social media who are saying, this is no longer the Snyder cut. It's a different film. I'm like, how can you say that it's not the Snyder? It's still his cut. It's still his vision. It's still everything that we never got to see. You like, think the surprise is gonna be like, hey, you know what? Like, just because like you guys were so good with with buying a uh, Wonder Woman, uh, you know, like, or buying or using HBO Max to to purchase Wonder Woman, uh, you know, to purchase so that you can watch Wonder Woman for Valentine's Day or or for March 14. I don't know, 314. Remember? Actually, I think we're gonna get something on on 214. On no, but like, but like on three fourteen, right? That's the that's the thing for uh, for Zack Snyder. Was it three fourteen? Right. right. It's like, hey, uh, we'll give you a choice. You guys can watch the full the full uh, entire movie in one shot, or you can do the the series in in the HBO Max. Like one in one in the movies, and then one in the. I don't know, man. That'd be kind of cool. Four hour movie. That uh, would be, I, I would be cool. like. Mm. I'd be down. Pinhead, what do you think? Four-hour movie. Going for the four-hour movie because I don't... I'm not like these people. I'll I'll watch it in its full setting. Like I watched every single one of the Lord of the Rings extended editions in one sitting. Right. And when... um, It don't mean shit to me to watch this. When they announced... When they announced the runtime for Avengers Endgame last year, and that it was clocking in at what three hours? Yeah, yeah. If like Avengers of, can do it, I'll take people, an extra. A lot of people were worried about like going to the taking a break, going to the restroom, and it's like the simple like, okay, have you 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 guys have never gone to like a Lord of the Rings movie, obviously, or, or like just don't drink, don't drink a whole lot of. You know, I I drank a I drank the biggest soda I can I can buy. And I and I stayed through until like the end credits, man. Right. It really aggravates me when the powers that be talk down to the general audience like they can't handle it. Lest we forget this same general audience made Titanic 
one of the biggest blockbusters in history, and it is well over two hours. Mm. Don't forget that they also made one of the greatest masterpieces of all time, a three-hour and 22-minute masterpiece from Francis Ford Coppola in The Godfather Part Two. Those people sat through it. So don't talk down to the people and act like it hasn't happened through history where long movies like The Lord of the Rings, like The Godfather, Part 1, Part 2, Part 3, like Titanic, like Avatar and Endgame, like a lot of these movies. Don't act like it hasn't been through history where people haven't sat through long movies and haven't enjoyed them. Let's stop with this revisionist well, history. Remember, um, before, of course, the <laughs> pandemic, when uh, movie theaters were they were uh, always concerned about the runtime of a film, because of course, the more the the shorter the runtime of a film, the more screenings you could have in a day. Yeah, I understand. Pack the theaters, um, but of course, now uh, with the pandemic, and that mentality has been changed. exactly taken like away because now you finger with the infinity gauntlet. Exactly. So now you're begging for it because you want quality I now. You, a lot of these theaters would love a, that length of a film. So, like, I wanted Dune. If I had my way, Dune, five hours. Give me five hours. That would be part one. <laughs> Give me five right. hours. Uh, I read serious. the damn book. I read the damn book, and that's why. So did I. Five hour I, movie. Like that's why. <laughs> that's why I would. I. I really wanted him to do a, a series but that's another debate for another all, all I'm saying is moviegoers are a little more grown up than the studios are giving them credit for so yeah. that's why I said you asked me what would I choose straight four hours because I would enjoy it I'd be right. drinking a beer just just drinking it yeah. just going Zach you're proving me right because a lot of you don't understand Mike loves Zack Snyder I haven't voiced it. I fucking think Zack Snyder is a fucking genius. I'm sorry, but I'm saying right. it right. Like, he is a fucking like that. I'm saying it like that because he is a genius. Because I've I'm the one that had to fight for him in the horror community when people are going, Daddy gets I'm like, you're idiots. You don't get it. The Dawn of the Dead remake is the best remake since John Carpenter's remake of The Thing. Yeah. He's on that level of, of, of thinking. Go back and watch it. It's on that level. You guys, you guys bitch and moan. You and I'm talking, you know what fans I'm talking about. Even if you those fans watch this, you probably will say, you can go, Oh, this guy with crack glasses named Kids telling me what I know. I'm telling you right now. You garbage toxic fans out there have been trashing Zack Snyder for far too long. Zack Snyder knows what he's doing. He has a vision. Let him do it. He did it with 300. He did it with The Watchmen. He did it with Dawn of the Dead. And guess what? All three of those movies were pretty big successes. Right. You guys only started crapping on him toward the end of The Watchmen. And then when Sucker Punch came out, you went, oh, well... But if, he, Sucker Punch was but, actually, if, but if you if you actually watch the movie Sucker Punch is such a deep movie. It is a deep about. movie. It's not only deep, it's complex. It's very it's very intricate. It it it's got the it's got a little bit of a Nolan-esque vibe to it. Yep. When you really when you really sit down when you don't go 
It's Zack Snyder again. When you actually take the name out and you sit down and watch the movie, right? It's very deep. It's and very complex, and it's yeah. very empowering to women. Which all you out there who complain want that to happen, you got a movie out there that empowers women, and I mean it empowers them. It makes them the forefront of a strong, powerful action movie like it should do. Mm-hmm. And you're not looking to it because Jack Snyder, he didn't make Watchmen. Alan Moore, you're the exception to the rule because you deserve to, you can, bitch, because it's your baby. But the rest of you who are going, Alan Moore, the, you're not Alan Moore, so shut up. The ultimate, uh, the ultimate edition of uh, the Watchmen is, is the, the closest to Moore's vision yep. as their, they, yeah, exactly. Because, I agree. Because, because the issue again is the way Alan Moore created the graphic novel is way too controversial for people. And that's fine. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. And I understand Alan Moore is a grouchy old fart, just like my grandpa was. God rest your soul. I loved your grandpa. But you and Alan Moore, you two were the grouchiest old farts on planet Earth. <laughs> You're always mad about shit. Like you and Alan Moore both you you and Alan Moore could be good so, friends if you weren't if you didn't hate each other so, so much. So your grand your grandpa, Alan Moore, and myself. That's pretty much <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was grouchy when I when I saw the the black and white trailer, man. I was just I was so mad. Yeah, See, you're, a type, you're, you're a type of guy that I I imagine you were grouchy at like the age nineteen. You were like you were. Uh, I've, I've been grouchy though, right, Mike? Like how, when when when, when Yeah, like when when I bought the the Star Wars stuff that I actually want oh, yeah, to right. buy anyways. You loved it. You loved it. <laughs> oh, like party, I was grouchy. No, I was grouchy, but like deep down, I was like, ooh. I got, I got these cool. He already like, uh, said you were gushing and you were happy oh, yeah. about it. You already got yeah. called out on that one. Oh yeah. So like, he said you were that. having a heyday. Oh yeah. So speaking of horror, um, we can't forget to mention also Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, which will be on Netflix oh, God, next I can't year. Wait for that. So that's gonna be. Uh, that's my. That's so. my league right there. See, all you guys are gushing about the Snyder cut. And I'm happy for you, and I'm I'm waiting for it too. But I'm looking for that Zack Snyder, that is, next is Zack some, Snyder is, horror movie. Is this because a movie or a series? Movie, movie. And no, it's a movie, is, right? Yes, it's a movie, and there is also an animated prequel series. I think. I don't know. Yeah, if it's but a series or an animated that, that, movie. But but the, but the but the main focus that is going to be a movie, correct? It's not a series. Yes, it's going to be a film. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, and this it, is the this is his return since Dawn of the Dead, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and this oh. is um this is going to be under his brand new his uh, new production company, the Stone Quarry, which is Zach, also working on Justice League, the Snyder Cut. So. Zach, I love you. You, you, Zach, I love you. If you if you if you ever see this, I love you. I think you're phenomenal, and keep hitting the home runs and putting the boot on the naysayers because make sure, make naysayers sure you tag Zack Snyder on oh, this yeah. one, Mike. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh I'm gonna have to uh do I'm gonna have to ask like listeners to maybe if they can count like how many times I've mentioned Man of Steel and Zack Snyder in all the episodes. I've tried to mention him at least once. <laughs> and if you're so if you're a maid make a drinking game out of it like I did with the Justice League drinking game which oh, yeah. I will mention briefly. 
I've got a little treat for all you Justice League fans out there. We have a drinking game coming down the way, and I will, it's not going to be too harsh. And please, when I give this information to you, please drink beer. Don't be a nut job and go, I'm the last of the big spenders, and I think I'm tougher than Pinhead, and I'm going to drink. You can't do it. Don't try. Don't try it. Leave the hard alcohol alone. Drink Dos Equis or something. But I got a I got a drinking game for you guys for Justice League next podcast. It will be done. So Saturday, you'll be getting that information. But I am putting the disclaimer out there. Don't be idiots. Please <laughs> drink responsibly, you right. knuckleheads. God. So speaking I of I didn't that. even have to say that. Yeah. So speaking of that song, the Hallelujah song, which a lot of people uh, <laughs> like, no. uh, you have to remember. So the deep cuts part of it is that he, uh, the song actually means a lot to him and his family. Yep. And um, he's also using it basically as a, he's basically trolling the haters of that sex scene from Watchmen. Hey. You know what? That, that 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 when I heard the song and then when I saw the scene, I was just like, "Yeah, that's that's a good song too." <laughs> right. And then also, if when you when you listen to the song and the message, it actually relates very closely to the story of the Justice League Snyder cut in that where it's been and where it is now. Like it really is like a hallelujah moment. Like in that you know we're like the the fans have really made it the massive success that it is. Uh, so for those who are not familiar with the story, I'll try to briefly explain it. Um, so in 2017, when the Justice League film came out, uh, it says on the credits, it's directed by Zack Snyder, but of course, uh, way before it was released, um, months before it was released, uh, Zack Snyder, out of nowhere, of course, uh, was pretty much booted off the, the film. Uh, his daughter committed suicide in an unfortunate, you know, tragic uh, in, uh, event. And then, of course, he had to leave. He could not fi finish. That was a statement that he could not finish production. So, but then a lot of the hardcore fans know how much he uh, has a passion for not just the Justice League, but what he started with Man of Steel and uh, Batman versus Superman. So the Justice League was a third film in a five-part series that he had planned out. And then, of course, he got replaced by Joss Whedon. And then when Joss Whedon came in, of course, they had to do, they announced that they were going to do some reshoots, which is something that's not very, that's actually very common in a lot of uh, movies. They always do reshoots wow. uh, whenever they, you know, finish a film or before the film comes out. Mm -hmm. But of course, with those reshoots, uh, sure enough, when we saw, finally saw the final cut of the film on November 17th, 2017, it was a definitely, uh, it was a very different movie. You could tell. <coughs> tell what was um, made by Zack Snyder, what was shot by Zack Snyder, and you could tell what was like done by Joss Whedon. Uh, because of course, Zack Snyder has a very distinct style and mm -hmm. so does Joss Whedon. But of course, Zack Snyder's style is just way more distinct. And you also had the, the, the unfortunate um, event of mustache Henry Cavill with the, with the uh, mustache kit. Yeah. Deep Valley uh, CGI upper lip uh, because he couldn't shave his mustache because he was filming Mission Impossible at the same time. And under contract, he could not shave his mustache. So 
he was filming scenes in a, in as Superman with a mustache, which actually I've seen some screenshots. It actually looked fine. They could have just gotten full beard because if you know Superman returns like uh, from from the dead, <laughs> his hair would grow longer and his facial hair would yeah. have grown would have grown you know over time. That was an easy fix, right? And they they literally spent if if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, at least a few million dollars just for that CGI, and it looked terrible. And you open the movie with that, with a cell phone video shot by a kid interviewing Superman, like, you know, like really this That's is not part a- of my drinking game, by the way. Right. And so, you know, and then of course, uh, before the film was released, uh, Junkie XL, who's the composer of BVS, along with Hans Zimmer, and uh, um, was replaced like months before the film's release by Danny Elfman, who is actually a, a, a music uh, screen legend as well, uh, mm-hmm. composer. But what he did with the score of Justice League, it was not up to par as what we've seen before with Junkie XL. And he even, there was even like a clip of like, oh, Danny Elfman composed the original theme of Batman in the 1989 Batman film, the Tim Burton film. And there's a hint of, there was, they released a clip, there was a hint of that. And I, I thought for a second, like, okay, big deal. Like, after that, like, when I saw the movie, I'm like, that's it? It's like a few seconds? Like, they made such a big deal out of nothing. Like, if I really wanted to hear that Batman 89 theme, then I'll watch that Batman 89. Yeah. Which is still great. You can hear it. Right. So, just a few of those things, among many others, but initially, as soon as within the within days of the release of Justice League in 2017, November, um, there was already a fan petition for release the Snyder Cut, and the hashtag release the Snyder Cut had grown over the years from 2017 to 2018, and then all Zack Snyder did was he did not even push for it; it was the fans really who demanded it and pushed for the it. Actors, yeah, and all Zack Snyder did was basically just fan the flames a bit and show the fans that he's got this cut. He's got this scene and people for the longest time did not believe that the Snyder cut existed. And even if Zack Snyder posted a shot of like four or five film reel canisters saying like ZS cut, like the, and him like visually proving that he's got a Zack Snyder cut. And they were just like, no, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. All this like bull crap that it doesn't exist. And finally, you know, so uh, fast forward to November of last year, uh, right around the same time a year ago, uh, Warner Brothers executives and DC Comics and uh, pretty much the big, big wigs and the AT&T executives, they contacted Zack Snyder and basically met with him pre-pandemic. They went over to his house and he screened his four-hour cut in black and white for them <coughs> and after that screening that's when they were convinced that uh it was time to really do something about this and to make things right of course because of what happened in the past and so we got the announcement in may of this year that the the zach snyder uh zach snyder justice league cut is happening and it's going to be released in 2021 via hbo max and uh in the summer in DC fandom, that's when they confirmed that we're getting it in four different parts, one hour each. So uh, I think they're referring to it as chapters. So four chapters, 
one hour each, so basically a four-hour cut. And there's at least two, two and a half hours there that we've never seen. Um, but he also claimed that uh, everything that we've seen in the Justice League 2017 film is basically like, um, so like a lot of those scenes, a lot of the reshot scenes, of course, we're not going to see. Um, but even the final battle se sequence against Steppenwolf and the Parademons, where the atmosphere and the clouds were all red, that was originally black. Blue. It was just a dark sky. Black and blue, yeah. Right. Yeah. Joss Whedon colored it red just to add like a pop of color, yes. which it actually looks looks fine to me, the red sky. It looks like foreboding, but it's not the original vision and version of Zack Snyder. But when, that's why when you see in the in the in the teaser, you see like um, I don't I don't know if they're if they're showing the well yeah they're showing part of the sky they're showing the you know some of the scenes there but yeah um, he did Zack Snyder did mention his ultimate uh, cut of the film is black and white or ultimate version is black and white in IMAX so depending on how the this pandemic goes you know hopefully whenever they release the Snyder cut on HBO Max. Maybe later on, when things are much better, we get a big screen treatment of it in IMAX. And I would love to see it, whether in color or black and white, you know, give it to me. Um, we're probably going to get, of course, uh, the Blu-ray as well. Give me all the different cuts and everything in it. So yeah, be like Snyder cut, like Snyder, Snyder cut, ultimate Snyder cut, black <laughs> and white cuts. Snyder cut, you know. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's really exciting. And again, um, there's just a big movement. And uh, as far as that as well, the fans coming together and raising funds in honor of Autumn Snyder for the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. The fans even got Subway to donate like thousands of dollars to the cause uh, for suicide prevention. And Zack Snyder even mentioned, um, even if the film never happened, the, the fact that uh, all the fans got to raise so much money uh, for the AFSP is just a huge accomplishment in itself. So, and currently they're, uh, they've been able to raise like $430,000. So, and the goal and is, that's, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, uh, that's another reason why it's important not to damper the mood, but that's another reason why it's important for you guys to watch this when it comes out because it's going to be, a memento, a swan song to his daughter. The way he'll set it up and edit it, and how he'll put it together, it's going. You you know, it's going to be for Autumn. A yeah. Subtle send off to his to his daughter, and that's another reason why it is important to watch this because he's getting his angst, his his pain, he's getting it all out there, and he deserves to because you know no one deserves to lose anybody in their life like that and that's why this is important because mental health is a huge issue in this country that people just like to scoff at and look across we talk about a lot of issues but for whatever reason mental health in this country we it's the black sheep and we don't like to talk about it and we really need to start talking about it more so right. we can prevent young ladies like this from killing themselves prevent people like Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington, Kurt Cobain's, the people that have knocked themselves off because they just felt like with all that they've had in their life, it still didn't feel like they
they had anybody that they could reach out to. We need to help these people. We really do. And the only reason why I'm bringing this up is I can personally say I speak personally about this is because I am someone that suffers from this kind of thing. And I understand I'm in the mental health system. I can say that from personal experience, it needs to be addressed more often because there are points where you just, you feel this melancholy feeling. And then that melancholy feeling turns into stuff. You just feel like you can't talk to people about. And for any listener out there that feels like you're in this dark position where you feel like there's no hope and you feel like you, you have to take your life. Don't there's another way. And that's why this thing that he's doing is so important right now, because a lot of people need that hand reached out to them, telling them that I don't care. I'm going to say it like I say it. Fuck it. There's a better way. Mm -hmm. There is a better way. Trust me. There is speaking from someone who has gone through it. I'm telling you people, there is a better way out there. Right. And this is an important cause. So please support Snyder, not just in this cut, but the t-shirts he puts out there. This isn't, this isn't just some bullshit corporate. This is for a legitimately good cause. I can't hammer it home enough. Please support this because we need to get this out there. It's important. So no more people have to lose loved ones like this. Right. Make sure to reach out and uh, talk to someone. And uh, especially of course, for, um, uh, not just for women, but of course for men as well. For the longest time, there's been the stigma that you know, oh, men can't show their emotions or their feelings, or you know, yeah, guys, don't talk about your feelings, right? Yeah, yeah man, can't express their feelings. But that's, you know, that's what podcasts are for, man. I'm, I'm exactly. here to show to show my feelings and express them. Exactly. People and don't agree with my feelings, but hey, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> right. We're still yeah. here for you, Kuya. Right. <laughs> And then uh, I've uh, actually been able to work with a lot of youth for uh, over a, a bunch of years, uh, having worked with uh, the Catholic Church, of course, um, and Puya has been a part of that as well. Uh, we've seen a lot of uh, teenagers, of course, uh, from, you know, age 12, 13 to like 19. And of course, the, uh, and, and above that as well, the, uh, what we call the singles who are not, mar- not married, but living, you know, young college lives and all that. Um, it's easy to put a mask on and act like everything's fine and everything's cool and, you know, everything's normal. But, um, and it's, it's easy to hide that stuff. But then uh, when you put that mask on, you- You, you lose who you are. Exactly. And uh, you, you forget that there's that pain that's brewing in there. So yeah, we definitely want to encourage people to reach out to someone and talk to someone, um, especially now, of course, during you know, pandemic, where people, people feel a lot of people feel isolated. Yeah, so if, exactly. if you if you guys feel isolated, if you need somebody to talk to and you don't want to talk to your family members, send Mike a, like a, a comment on YouTube. Send Mike a comment on Instagram. Send yeah. Pinhead, you know, send, send, a send, send, send us something. Slide into yeah, like we, we will we'll, we will give you guys um, words, words of encouragement. Or if, if, you know, if you're one of those really, you know, avid listeners, we will give you guys words of not encouragement, <laughs> like, like in regards to talking about stuff, you know, you know, like, 
you know, I really need to talk to somebody right now. I, I really think that The Last Jedi is, is so, so perfect and so wonderful. And then we'll, we'll give you, uh, you know, a, a good conversation with that. Oh, was that, was that coming from, uh, from Jester? I don't know. If you want to, you know, if you're really feeling that bad, you can tell me how John Cena has gotten you through some dark times. Yeah, and I know that yeah. sounds like a jab, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being funny. Like, there are some people that have gotten through the darkest lives in their time because of him. And I'll give him that much respect because there are, you know, people write wrestling off, but there are a lot of characters in that organization that have kept people from taking their own lives. So, you know, if you need to reach out, talk to us if you have to. Yep. And if that's not, not what you want to do, reach out to someone because it, the, the, the the last option is not an option at all. That's right. all I'm saying. It's the a, it's option a that you want to take that you think, I'm, I'm telling you. It, it's a, I, it's I'm a, talking as from, from experience. I've been down that road. I've been through. The, that's not the option you want to do. That, yeah. That's not the road you want to go down. Trust me. It's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And, and you're affecting a lot of people other than yourselves when you do that. So you, you just just get that help. This is a great cause. And like I said, I didn't want to make this an ultra political preachy thing, but it, it really is a good cause. I'm proud of Zack Snyder. My heart goes out to you. May your daughter rest in peace. My heart goes out to your family. And I really mean that. Zack Snyder, you're, you're a true OG. Because you fought through all this and you're still pushing out that word. You want to talk about all these faux celebrities who fake their concerns and all their virtue signaling. You're not talking about Zack Snyder, a man who's actually getting out there and making a difference in this world. You'd rather trash him. Shame on you. Mm -hmm. Shame on you out there who are doing that. And this isn't the fanboy in me. This is the man in me. Shame on you who are trashing him instead of posting him up. But you'll post up Cardi B who's talking about her WAP all the time. Talking about WAP. That, that, that's a hero. But a man who's making a difference, you, you won't do. You should be ashamed of yourselves and you need to learn your priorities. And that's, that's where I end it. Right. I mean, you know, you know, Cardi B's WAP could help. I could talk about my WAP all day too, and I don't get that recognition. Trust me, I got a WAP too, and it's good. I, I, I but know, it but, don't but, but, that, but it don't mean I got to flaunt it. I know, but 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 again, sometimes yeah, you're you know, making differences around here. We're not talking about a WAP and our pop and all this garbage, like you know, <laughs> pop is popping ass, you know, and I won't finish the rest of it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I also want to mention, so I'm hoping that in the next uh, trailer, we get one of these two songs uh, that's used in the background. So uh, it's Gary Clark Jr. and Junkie XL. They made a rendition of Come Together, which they, they used in one of the uh, first trailers for uh, Justice League when Snyder was still working on it. Um, so it's either that or... Uh, Heroes by Gang of Youths, which they also used in one of the trailers. Um, yeah. So featuring a lot of Snyder's shots there, especially the Come Together one. I think that's the one they used for the Comic-Con exclusive look. 
Um, yeah. So we'll see uh, if if we'll get one of those two songs or maybe both. I don't know. But yeah. I, w- I would much rather they just come up with something new. Or something new. Yeah. I really, I really, they, because they, the they can use Cardi B's WAP for, for <laughs> or John Cena's The Time Is Now, maybe, you know, if we're going hey. down that road. I just the come together cover is garbage to me, and the heroes one has been done to death. Um, yeah, yeah. If I had to choose a heroes theme, it would be wallflowers. The wallflowers, the wallflowers have come closest to the spirit of David Bowie's original song. It's, and a lot of people don't like to admit that because it's more up tempo. But the way uh, the Wallflowers do that song, I would much rather see that. But I, I just want something new. Mm-hmm. How about here's here here's a novel idea? How about you guys do original music and don't do a song from a rock band or an artist? Or how about we do that? How about they they just play the Wonder Woman theme? That too. I don't but know. you know, how about how about we stop intermixing these songs? Like, or I, or they play the Superman the, the the Super Friends theme in the the cartoon in the eighties. I'm down for that. <laughs> Hell yeah! Right, yeah. right. <laughs> We're going with that one. Take Kuya's idea. Please. There you go. Along with that one. Before Justice League was released on Blu-ray and DVD, they straight up used made a promo video. I think on yeah on social media. Which pretty much look like the Super Friends, and well, there you go. I mean, all all we, all we need is like uh, Zane, it, you know, the Wonder Twins and Gleek. So. It sounds fun, but for a Zack Snyder film, oh no no, it's too, it's too campy. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So when they did that, I was like, oh. <laughs> no, but it's it's whatever. It's, it's okay. They hey, you know what? To be honest with you, they 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 can do um. They can do one of one of those uh, Japanese uh, hard rock uh, bands, like you know the ones that, that make the anime uh, theme, opening themes. Yeah. Oh, those <laughs> like you know, like like those you, you always you always get themes. They yeah, take you, those 90s metal. You always get hyped up. You you always get hyped when you watch those anime. Things, right. So. Well, we shall see. We'll 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 see what happens. But I am excited to hear Junkie XL's original score he oh. did post a preview of uh the score on his social media um and it's it sounds it sounds way better than what i've heard from the danny elfman score so i'm already excited for that um it's a different theme so you that. listeners out there on a related note can you answer this question and put it out there mike is saying he's putting it on YouTube. Put it out there. What is the name of Danny Elfman's band? And don't give him any hints, Kuya. <laughs> you answer that correctly, you'll get a special treat from Pinhead. Ooh. Ooh. A fun fact that is very interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Fascinating. All righty. Well, seems like a good time to wrap up this emergency bonus episode oh it's probably like longer than the other episodes that we have ever done yeah I think. yeah we only hey, had three topics hey, you know what <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm perfectly fine with it exactly and, this, and it was so we, much better without jester we, we, we didn't miss a beat we like we, we didn't have anything you know we like i don't know i like every voice was uh counted right all, all of our voices were counted yeah i think so 
That's, that's all. We didn't go too high off the hog, you know. We we tried to make it respectful for you people, you know. We yeah, got sorry. a couple. We got a couple of dirty little words out there. Sorry, but you, sorry. You 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 are big boys and gals. You can handle that. Yeah, just we, as long we just as we're be... not we're not we're not um, going crazy. But we're, so we were actually uh, good Mike's Mike's boy. family who knows me and knows my family. I I apologize for cussing. <laughs> yeah, if they're even watching. <laughs> hey, you never know. I, I'm right, just saying. I'm just saying. Like your, your dad was like, "Wow, I didn't realize your, you know, your your friend uh, Queen James is like that." And I'm like, oh, "Sorry, sorry, <laughs> Tito." Of, I didn't mean, my bad. Any of my family that might stumble on this, especially my mom, you knew your boy was a bad boy. <laughs> you get what you get, you know. You raised a little problem child, so. Nah, this is this is this has been like a fun fun thing like you should you know i don't know no i mean i'm enjoying this and i'm enjoying listening to the people i want you i want more i want more people to listen to this i want more people to give us feedback please like uh the the video and also make comments subscribe to filmmaker mike and uh click that notification bell so you will get the new videos Yes. I'm, I'm just practicing myself, Mike. I, I don't know. Right, right. I, I, I didn't mean to. I was uh, very to good. You're good. Okay. good. You're good. Yeah. Just, hopefully, uh, assuming that this this will be able to upload fine on YouTube. So. Hey, you know what? We we didn't play any any like you know universal music. Did we? The, any UMG music or anything like that? No. Compared to our last episodes, we kept the profanity profanity <laughs> profanity to a minimum. Yeah, I know, which, so, is, which is kind of know, like surprising and a letdown in a sense, <laughs> but, but it's okay. You know, it's all right. You know, it's the new conservative. It's like when Stone Cold wore a suit for Vince McMahon for the first time. You oh, never know. Cor- corporate maybe, champ. Yeah, corporate, corporate champ. champ. You know, ah. and maybe just maybe there might be a stunner around the corner. So just but, be on your toes. Them, them, that that, that was that was the rise of a uh, uh, jabroni uh, rock though. That was kind of cool. So yeah, and it rose to one of the greatest rivalries of all time: Stone Cold versus The Rock. There you go. All right, but we're getting into a territory where some of our listeners, are like, oh, this oh, is Star see, Wars, they're talking about wrestling. The uh, pinhead, you, you and I can do one of those things and start talking about stuff. You know I, what I mean? I think, I think, and, so. and maybe I'm we can we can invite filmmaker Mike and you know, sounds like an Instagram live, else. and whoever Instagram else, session. and whoever else, like you know, wants to join us. Yep. To right. to to you know, dive in into to the. The mindset of Pinhead as well as Kuya, and because be I'm having, because to be honest, I'm having one soon because the Survivor Series is this Sunday, so uh, we're getting close to one of those wrestling lives rambling. I, to be yeah. honest with you, I, I haven't seen I haven't seen a, a program since uh, since COVID, bro. To be honest with you. <laughs> I'm back I'm, in because I have to be. So it's my I'm it's, like, it's, it's it's my it's my side job now. So I have no choice but to do it. So I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. righty. So if you want to follow the show on Instagram, please follow at f m a n d t b. So that's the filmmaker Mike and the boys official Instagram, and then you can follow me on Instagram at filmmaker Mike, and then on Twitter at Jedi Mike eleven twenty eight. Yeah. Follow Mike. Follow Pinhead. Leave comments on the YouTube uh, channel, please. Like we want to hear from you guys. 
any uh, violent reactions, any feedback, anything that, that we can do to improve, we'll do it. This is this is the first time you guys are seeing our faces. Uh, I'm sorry that <laughs> you were expecting more, but this is this is us. So uh yeah. Just uh, follow them, and you know I'm usually tagged in in like in in any of their stuff anyway. So you can follow me if you want to, but why? <laughs> so go ahead, Pinhead. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Pinhead one nine eight. I do have another Instagram page, but it's not worth mentioning because there's nothing on it. And I'm yeah. going to be starting my YouTube channel very, very very soon i Ooh, will can, keep can i get invited on it can well, i get everybody, invited everybody's can I... invited trust me you all may right. not like, you may not like what you see oh no but no, no. All, but every single person is invited to the party this is this, 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 this is gonna be like a like a train wreck i want to i want to see it like you know everybody loves watching train wrecks it could be a train wreck it could be a beautiful disaster who knows we'll yeah. see wonderful so. Yeah. And so if uh, for those listeners, if you're following us um, on Spotify or if you're not following us, please make sure to tap on that follow button on Spotify. So whenever a new episode is uploaded, you are notified. And then if you are listening to Apple uh, podcast, please feel free to rate and leave us a review. We'd love to hear feedback from everyone. Mm -hmm. And then on Anchor as well, there is a link on the show notes. You can uh, go to Anchor and leave us a voice message whether it's your feedback on the recent episode or something that Pinhead, Kuya, myself, or Jester may have said. Wait, wait, uh, who? So please support the show. Who? Jester. Sequestered Jester. Cupcake. Cupcake Diva. <laughs> so also want to mention, okay. um, for those listeners who enjoy the show, who enjoy the podcast, uh, we'd really appreciate it if you help spread the word and share it with other friends or family uh, if you think they'd enjoy it. Or maybe you don't think they'd enjoy it, but maybe just, who knows? You don't know, I guess. If you, don't, if you guys can share like me, like dumb memes on Facebook, you know, you can share this. There you go. Because this is the equivalent can, to dumb memes on Facebook. So. If, if you can share like annoying uh, songs on on Facebook and social media and all that and stuff and all videos, yeah, and you your can, TikToks. Yeah, if you can, if you if you do the the little TikTok stuff, all that all that's whatever stuff. You know, if you can share that, you can share this video. Yeah. All right. There you go. Amen. Yeah. It's pretty much a grassroots effort as far as social media and getting the podcast out there. Uh, nothing like, you know, basically DMing friends and people who like uh, posts and my memes and stuff like that. So, and I'm trying to make it entertaining as far as like. We're uh, going to expand our topics. It's not just going to be Star Wars and, you know, stuff oh, no. like this. We go through a wide, you know, and we yeah. will. I want to eventually venture into independent films and uh, other stuff like that. So yeah, we're going to talk about Star Trek, you know, and, and why uh, Deep Space Nine is top tier and all that good stuff. <laughs> look at look at Pinhead right there. Look at, look at Pinhead. Speaking of which, um, there's a picture of Snoop Dogg on Twitter. Yeah. And it looks like he's in his house. Oh, yeah. He's got this huge mural 
Star Trek mural behind him. Yeah, it was like the Enterprise or something like that. Yeah, yeah. on his wall. So it's like, I don't know, it's kind of disappearing. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say he got locked in his Xbox refrigerator already, but no, no, no. It he likes it because it you know it's Star Trek because yeah. you know because he's always up in space. <sighs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, uh, I saw a Jeep driving by itself today, Pinhead. See the driver? <laughs> Jesus. Oh. You see the driver? I don't see it. I don't see the picture, Mike. Oh, see there's it. no there's no driver. I, I, I can't see the picture, Mike. Oh, God. <laughs> Mike, I can't see the picture. Mike. You can't see it? I can't. You can't see it? No, I can't see it either because I just vomited in my own eyes. <laughs> Like I, I've never seen this one until tonight, so I, I thought I'd save it and show it to you. It said, saw Jeep driving itself today. And then the, uh, someone replied and said, love the fact we continued this joke for over a decade. Yeah. I'm like, geez. It's, it's That's been, it's the been... reward. If you can answer the question I asked you listeners about who is Danny Elfman's band, and you can legitimately say it without really looking it up. I'll tell so you my, why. Mike's, Mike's looking it up right now, dude. I'll tell you why I don't <laughs> like John Cena. That's the reward. <laughs> As if you haven't in past episodes yet. <laughs> That's the promotion. <laughs> All righty. Well, this is a good time to wrap up the, this episode. Thank you guys yeah. for listening. Good morning, guys. <laughs> we appreciate everyone's support. If anyone is still even listening or watching, at this point, I mean, thank you. That's You're great. Still alive. Yeah. Hey, uh, bottom line this, is, uh, we we enjoy doing this. We've we've had a blast doing this. And so, for God's sakes, don't skip the ads. Just you know, let get you know, let Mike get paid. Well, for, actually, for, you know, that's not gonna work yet. Oh, it doesn't work. Not yet. Uh, and never mind. You, yeah, I'll tell you later. So, oh. Yeah. Okay. Never mind then. But yeah, yeah skip the ads then. Hopefully, eventually. Who knows? So. See you guys till next time. Thank you. May the force be with you. And with your spirit. Alrighty. Bye. Bye.